Man, the old Pope's in the news today out there having uh, transgenders. Did you see this? Yeah, I saw that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What a world. The God's representative on earth is uh, having dinner with the uh, the trannies out there saying it's like, come unto me, all those that want to chop your dicks off. Uh, paraphrasing, of course. <laughs> Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. <laughs> But have a cup of cheer Have a holly jolly Christmas And when you walk down the street Say hello to friends you know And everyone you meet Ho, ho, the mistletoe Hung where you can see Somebody waits for you Kiss her once for me Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke. That's right. The Christmas tunes start today. They start today. It's happening. You can't stop it. It's going down. It is going down. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke. Happy to have you here with my beautiful, bearded, heterosexual Jewish life partner, Josh, sitting across from me, who is no longer operating the controls today, because as you can hear in my voice, I am dying. So I've got to have the mute button next to me because, oh my gosh. Josh got me sick. He got me sick. Yeah. I hope you're happy with yourself. Close your mouth next time I spit in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Wear a mask next time we have sex. <laughs> I'm going to die. Do me a favor. If you're watching on Rumble, well, first and foremost, before everything else, hey, on behalf of Shell Shock, on behalf of us, the All-American Savage Show crew, we want to wish you and yours a very, very happy Thanksgiving. I hope it's a wonderful time for you. I hope you get to spend it with friends and family that you actually like. And for ones that, for those that don't get to, uh, well, just grin and bear it like the rest of us. <laughs> no, we we greatly hope, or we we're greatly appreciative of all your love and support uh, throughout the years. I got an email from Rumble today, and they said we're now within their top ten creators as far as views go. And guys, I, I cannot tell you enough. Uh, number one, thank you to Rumble for giving us another platform. But secondly, thankful or thank you to you, the listeners, to you, the viewers that are here day in and day out that you you hit that like button, you hit the follow, you share it. It's because of you that our voices get magnified and we try and expose more people to the idea of liberty, critical thinking, and above all, freedom. 
and the freedom to choose. So pat yourselves on the back, not if you're driving. Well, if you can do, I mean, you know, you're not, you're not that stupid. You, you, can, you can pat yourself on the back and drive, but uh, no, happy Thanksgiving and thank you. Uh, and that's it for the show. Good night, folks. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I hope y'all are doing good today. Uh, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Uh, we're going up to my wife's family this year. She's got a big family, like mm. 11 other siblings. So mm. there's like, I don't know. Siblings? Yeah. What are they, Catholic? Uh, yeah. There you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, they are. It's Call it. Food, <laughs> Stereotypes it's, it's, come it's from a cardinal truth. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hey, even know yeah. that. I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There's a lot of them. There's a There's lot, lot of them. them. The, the Catholics. Man, the old Pope's in the news today out there having uh, transgenders. Did you see this? Yeah, I saw it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What a world. The God's representative on earth is uh, having dinner with the uh, the trannies out there saying it's like, come unto me, all those that want to chop your dicks off. Uh, paraphrasing, of course. <laughs> what the hell's going on? What's going on here? The Pope's got trannies over for Thanksgiving. <laughs> not what I remember going on. Oh, my God. I, I am excited. I mean, I do love Thanksgiving. I, I love the holidays. It does um, It does feel like Christmas just hit us quick again this this year. Like, it, holidays. People are really excited for it. They've already been setting up Christmas decorations in oh, our yeah. neighborhood. And Every year I'm it like, gets further and further back. Before you know it, like Easter heads time for Christmas, baby. I know. So we'll see. Oh, my gosh. Now, we're going over to Sheila's parents. We're going to have dinner with them. Um, my mom flew in. She went to go get her at the airport. So we're all a uh, big, happy family. It's going nice. to be a good time. Nice. Good time. Um, they have a very big family, too. I mean, they're Persian, Mexican. They are, uh, you know, it's all about the family. Is uh, It's big to them. And I didn't come from a very big family. I came from actually a very broken, small family. So the I, I wouldn't say the idea is foreign to me, but it, it is kind of, it's nice to be able to go somewhere and, like, you're part of something bigger. Yeah. I get to meet a lot of people I've never met before, which should be interesting. Um, and it, it's going to be a good time. Are I'm excited cook for anything. I think we're responsible for bringing the vino, the wine, and then I forget what else. Mm, sounds delicious. Exactly. I can smell it now. Mm. Smell mucus. <laughs> Sorry for grossing you off. <laughs> if you could, folks, while you're waiting, do me a favor. If it's your first time viewing, welcome to the show. Hit the follow button and ensure that your notifications are turned on. Rumble, are we getting notifications? Um, somebody said John has a mom. What was that that uh, that phrase that of uh, Saving Private Ryan's like? No, he's assembled out of uh, dead GI parts. That's that's where I come from. <laughs> that old army cadence. It's dying now. I doubt anybody even remembers. It was um, I was uh, conceived on a battlefield, born in a ditch. My daddy was a paratrooper. Mama was a witch. <laughs> uh, some about. Uh, Ran through the, I mean, I forget. It was an old, old cadence that we used to sing, and I, I loved it. Daddy was a paratrooper. Mama was a witch. Conceived on a battlefield, born in the ditch. Used to run with a whiner named Bill. He taught me how to laugh, and he taught me how to kill. Something about every night we pray to the goat. It's just crazy <laughs> stuff, dude. The greatest cadences of all time that are dead and gone because politically correct culture just destroyed it. Um, a lot of great ones out there. But a lot of news to get to today. I hope y'all are, hopefully you're off today. I know here at uh, Shell Shock, we're doing a half day. Um, before we get into this, the show and the sales pitch, I want to let our Shell Shock customer base know right now um, that we are fulfilling orders up until about noon or one today. And then we're sending all, all of our people home. They're going home and they will not be back in the office until Monday. I think maybe one or two might come in tomorrow to fill a few orders to make sure we're trying to catch up. Yeah. Because we do get a lot of orders. Friday as well. Friday, yeah. Yeah. So uh, just don't be surprised if there's a little lag in your orders. Um, we do live in the, the time of Amazon Prime, but, uh, you know, they need to be home with their families. This is not one of those things that I feel like we need to, um, 
It's like, you got to be at work. No. And a lot of these guys like Omar, Ty, all of them, they do a great job because a lot of them work from home. They are handling customer support from their phones, from their laptops. They're watching it. They're monitoring. We have a very, very good tight crew here, but they will be home with their family. So if you don't get your shipment order right away, that's why. It's not that we've forgotten it. It's not that we don't care. It's that our employees will be home with their families during the holiday uh, break here. So just keep that in mind. That being said, uh, today, Black Friday sales start for shellshockcbd.com and 1920brand.com. Let's start with Shellshock. What are we doing today? 25% off site-wide using code, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, BF25. BF25 is going to save you 20% off site-wide and you get double your points. Uh, uh, you can check it out. You get 600 bonus points for orders over $300. If you order over $300, you triple your bonus points and you can stick that in your bonus hole. You got my word on that. <laughs> I hear bonus. I can't help but think that. Uh, go check it out. Look, you want to support a company. You want to support a veteran-owned, America-loving, patriotic business. This is the one right here. If you've ever been uh, curious about uh, CBD, Delta 8, Delta 9, pain management creams, our, our ashwagandha gummies, our elderberry gummies, now is the time. The products are marked down, and still, every product comes with a money-back guarantee. Money-back guarantee. You can't, you can't beat that. You just can't, folks. You just can't. So again, it is shellshockcbd.com. Now, I'm really excited because today it launches 1920brand.com, the mojito mix. This stuff is delicious. Uh, there's nothing more refreshing than an expertly crafted mojito. Tracing its origins back to the 16th century Cuba, the mojito is appreciated worldwide for its refreshing combination of lime, mint, and just the right amount of sugar. 1920 Brands Mojito Cocktail Syrup is simple yet elegant, bringing a contemporary take to this true Havana classic. Experience the unmatched flavor of 1920 Brands Syrups, handcrafted in small batches using only the finest ingredients. Our signature blend features cane sugar, real fruit flavors, and the highest quality bitters on the market, all in one bottle. This right here, again, uh, and the labeling, they did, Tyler did an amazing job on this one. And again, folks, we, good, yeah. we've already been testing this for a while. Yeah. We love it. Sheila makes me the mojitos all the time. A little bit goes a long way. You get your money's worth. 1920brand.com, 1920brand.com. What are you smiling about over I'm there? I'm an alcoholic now. It's, <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> I'm getting baked and drunk. That's, that's, what we've, that's what we've turned into now. It's great. Now, then we also have the old-fashioned mix that Josh is going to hold up on his side. This is, uh, that's the candle. There you go. There she is. <laughs> there's the candle. There's, there's the yeah, 1920 It's really brand. good, too. This is, I think we are going to redo that label, though, because this labeling Tyler has developed, yeah. it's, it's a lot better. But that's the original. And, you know, as a brand, 1920 brand is still brand new. Yeah. Um, so it, it evolves. And I think we're going to redo that label. But we have the old-fashioned, and now we have the Mojito Mix just launched today. Go check it out. 1920brand.com, folks. Again, get it while supplies last. These are in small batches, by the way. So we're excited for that. Anything else I missed? Did I get it all? I hope you're excited. I hope you're excited. I'm excited. I think that's it. I'm it's very excited to be here. I'm so excited. Oh, God, I'm so excited. I'm actually really excited for pumpkin pie. I don't eat pumpkin all pie right. all year round just because I want to have it. I want to just engorge on Thanksgiving Day because I think it's... Uh, well, you've been fasting too, haven't you? You said you talked about you were fasting. I stopped uh, last night. What'd you eat? Uh, beans and rice. Is that really stopping? No. <laughs> uh, is that really stopping? I mean, is that really? No, no. That's awesome. I'm just man. trying to prepare for Turkey Day. Turkey Day, yeah. You know, I am I am happy that normally I don't overdo it on Thanksgiving Day because, you know, you, you eat enough to a point. It's like, you know what? I It's like going to a Mexican restaurant. 
you go in there for the chips and salsa and the queso. And by the time your, your steak fajitas comes like crap, I'm full. Mm. So it's like, you get to the age where it's like, okay, I got to pace myself here. And the other good part about it, it's like, it's not entirely unhealthy. Turkey, mashed potatoes, protein, your carbs, even though they're complex carbs. Um, even still, you know, I don't go crazy on the desserts. I do like a lot of the, uh, or the, the, oh, honey baked ham. Okay. Right here, right now we're pulling in the chat. <clears throat> I think there's start some infighting on this one, but I don't care. Are we going turkey or are we going honey baked ham? I'm going ham all day. I am going ham all day. Well, I'm just saying if you had to choose. Oh, if you had to choose? If you had to choose, I'm going honey baked ham. Uh, it depends on how the turkey's prepared. Okay, so say like you had it prepared in your way. Which way is that? Deep fried. Okay. I'm um, still going ham. Yeah. I do appreciate, though, turkey leftovers. Put it on the sandwich. Smell a little bit of gravy on Oh, God. And don't get me started on the cranberry. And I know this is wrong to say. The cranberry sauce out of a can, I like it. I know people are like, what? It's good. I was raised on it. Again, I was a latchkey kid. You know, mom worked hard. We had to do a lot of, um, you know, Hungry Jack instant mashed potatoes. Because yeah. like I said, the first time I had actual mashed potatoes, I did not like them because they were chunky. I grew out of it. Don't scream at me. Don't yell at me. I know all the country folks are what you say? No, I grew out of it. Now I appreciate homemade food, especially with Sheila. She makes a lot of home-cooked meals. And uh, no, I like the cranberry stuff that comes out of the can. It's all like, it's uh, it's it's circular. You just slice it up, get a little scoopful. <laughs> but then there are those that make cranberry sauce that is, it's real, it's authentic. And That's it tastes- what my wife does. Yeah. That she, hers is really good. Like I'm not a big cranberry person, but yeah. hers, is, hers is really good. I love cranberry sauce. Do you like grits? Oh man, you know, as a Southerner, that's kind of like one of those, we're about to fight after this question, depending on how I answer. Yeah. I don't like grits. Really? I like oatmeal. You're the from only Texas, the, right? I know, I know. The so only my time my wife is the same way. She's from Texas. I love them. But grits I can't gr get enough of them. I can't get enough of them. Grits in your face, grits all over my mouth. I think that grits is one of those that some people you see, I always viewed it as a breakfast food. Yeah. Because in grits, I want butter and a little bit of syrup. I will eat it. I don't hate it. But I know a lot of other people, they'll put cheese in their grits. Mm -hmm. I've heard of people putting shrimp in their grits. Yeah. Grits is like one of those foods. It's kind of like a medium that you can just apply to anything. Oh, yeah, I put yeah, mashed potatoes. And I was like, what the hell? What, what are grits? What is this? It's like this, this food doesn't have any uh, um, identity of its own. It's just used to put with something else. It's like a pear food. You pair it with something else because it tastes horrible it's on like its own. It's not. It is. Um, yeah. Thank you. Whoever said that in the chat. Thank you. Eating grits is like eating snot. I just, uh, just eat oatmeal like normal people. I don't know about that. Ooga booga. Did you see Matt Reif, the comedian? Uh, -uh. uh, he's going viral again. He's, he's actually really talented, but apparently he made a joke and it triggered a lot of people. And then he posted an apology on Instagram with a link. He said, here's a link to my apology. And it took him to a, a website where you can buy a special needs helmet. <laughs> and people are like getting so pissed off <laughs> all over Twitter. It's just like, oh my God, I'm offended. A comedian told a joke. God forbid. Like, oh my gosh, dude. It's like, good for him. Keep going that direction, dude. Don't cave. Because I feel like people have just finally had enough of PC culture to the point where it's like, start fighting back and making fun of these nerds. Yeah. You know, all it's not Black Friday. It's Black Friday. Shut up. Shut up. Stop trying to ruin it for everybody else. Uh, isn't Black Friday? Isn't in the Black Friday the holiday where uh, the pioneers kicked the Indians' asses? Is that? Oh no, that's a different one. Sorry. It's also uh, it's my birthday on Friday. Really? Yeah. This Friday? Mm -hmm. well, I'm glad you told me because I don't want to miss it. Because you always get me something, I always forget yours. I'm a horrible partner. I'm sorry. I, I don't like it. I'm sorry. I, I'm not a big birthday person. Oh, still happy birthday. You're 44? 27. Yeah, whatever. Don't even try that. Can't even believe it. Damn, we try that. <laughs> you, you look good for 48, yeah. 7, 48? I'm going to be 48, yeah. Jesus. 
Yeah. You're old. Nah. nah. Getting up there. No, you look good. Plus, you've been losing a lot of weight, too. You've been hitting the gym, too, a lot. So it's good for you. Trying to, good buddy. For you. Thank you. I'm sure Laura appreciates that. Yeah, she does. It's, it's also a great example for your kids, too. All joking aside, it's a great example for your children to see that daddy goes to the gym, daddy exercises. Mm-hmm. That's awesome to say because a lot of people don't. But... Well, happy early birthday to Josh. So, uh, hey, support thanks, Josh buddy. by buying some Shell Shock CBD right. and increase his bonus. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Let's get uh, let's get into it, folks. A um, lot of news to cover today. And uh, we're going to try and blow through it really quickly because I know I want to get you. I feel like I'm a preacher. It's like, I want to get you home before the lunch crowd. But, Lord Jesus. <laughs> you remember that? Like, you go to church, especially on NFL days, and the pastor would be up there. And it's like, all right, you know, we're going to preach a sermon today, and we're going to try and get you out of here. But uh, let's sit down and have a good time with God because and we're all sitting there. It's like, look, man, we're trying to get to Luby's before the lunch crowd hits. Let's wrap this up, B. <laughs> you know, we've been going to Luby's the past couple of weeks, and my kids love it. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> Luby's is amazing. Do you remember uh, Piccadilly? Uh, no, I've never been there. Who remembers Piccadilly? I, I grew up in Southeast Texas in Beaumont. Piccadilly was huge for the lunch crowd, for the church lunch crowd. Waitresses loved the church crowd because it's like, number one, they tip pretty good. Yeah. Number two, like they're all coming. All of us Pentecostals are out there just like jibber jabbing around like Piccadilly and the, the rolls and oh, Luby's rolls are amazing. That's Hot like, butted rolls. I've been there. So the Lord's like, uh, hey, let's, let's go to Luby's. And the kids are like, oh, cafeteria. But after they had it, they were like, oh, uh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, Luby's. But also Luby's. I don't know if it's changed. I've been there in years. But they, they hand, changed it all. They hand make their stuff. Do they? Yeah. I, I remember seeing good. all the chicken. It's like they they make it themselves. Uh, of course, not everything is homemade, but a lot of their options were homemade. So, I don't know. Did anybody? Does anybody know Piccadilly? Nobody? Nobody in chat seems to know. Uh, Yeah, in the kick chat. Used to be nachos at the boat, boat launch. I'll call it potato-shaped building. And s- <laughs> yeah, that was those times. Lupe is is mint. Lupe, never even heard of Lupe's. Lupe, Lupe's. Anyway. All right, folks, let's get into the news. We've got a lot of news to cover. You're absolutely going to love it today. We've got the Pope endorsing the transgenders out there. We've got Steve Bannon acting like a moron because that's what Steve Bannon does. <laughs> let's get right into it. Uh, boom, here we go. Um You're the fascist. Steve Bannon warns fans of comparison to Germans voting for Hitler. Uh, Conservative podcast host Steve Bannon explained why his audience is compared to fascists who voted for Benito Mussolini and Adolf Hitler. On his Tuesday War Room broadcast, Bannon said that efforts to remove Donald Trump from the ballot were proof the former president was feared by political elites. And then we've got the grifter Jack Sobosak, who's blocked me, unblocked me, you coward. He says, you don't even see DeSantis talking about having Biden off the ballot in Florida. He has total control of the state, but doesn't even threaten it because in his mind, it's against the rules. He's not built for this. Way to go, Jack. Way to go, Bannon. I'm glad that Bannon says that and then makes Jack look stupid. Jack is one of the biggest grifters out there. I was in a Twitter space this morning or yesterday, I think. And, you know, we we see these people that uh, when Trump was in office... And you had the turning point influencer base. A lot of them were actually speaking good things. They were actually making fact-based points because the enemy was the left. And it's not hard to dunk on the left. Quite honestly, I feel kind of guilty about it half the time because it's like picking on a special needs kid. Yeah, you won, but you beat a retard. So what did you really win? <laughs> so you got to remember that. Yeah, folks, I'm still savage. It's going to happen. Welcome to the show. If you're new. Now, I don't pick on special needs, but still... I do pick on Democrats, so it is kind of the same thing. <laughs> no, but when when Trump was president, 
they were making a lot of great points. Trump's running again against DeSantis and the grifter class has just come out of the woodwork and they spread nonstop lie after lie after lie. And you start calling for these unconstitutional things like Jack the grifter. And you're like, what is wrong with you? Jack the grifter. Even I am not, even I am not in support of taking Trump off the ballot. I, I don't agree with that. I do not agree with that. That is not right. Trump has every right to run as president like anybody else does. But when you start parroting these talking points that are unconstitutional, you show your true colors. You really do. You show what you're truly rooted in. The idea of like DeSantis hasn't even, you know, referenced the idea of taking Trump off. the. Nor should DeSantis. If DeSantis did that, I would say you're wrong. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But it's okay if MAGA does it. It's okay if, if these grifters do it. The turning points like Kirk, Sobasek, Owens, all of them, like, oh my, Benny Johnson, plagiarizer extraordinaire. These grifters are so full of crap because of the nonstop rhetoric that you push. It's one thing to back Trump, which I'm not against. You want to back Trump, back your guy, but stop with the lies. The lies are ridiculous. There's no need for it because again, what that does is it create, it furthers the gap and right now, all all sites should be trained on Biden's administration, but instead, it's not. That's really where the focus should be. It should be on yes. the Democrats on who the are Democrats, destroying yeah. our country at yep. a record pace. Which, like, again, reminder: November thirtieth, DeSantis debates Newsom. I'll be streaming that live. I, I believe. I think is it on Fox? I know Hannity is hosting it, which is going to be a snooze fest because I'm going to keep a timer. I want to know how long Hannity talks because Hannity be on Rumble. Hopes so, I hope so. It should be. Yeah. Um, I will be streaming it on Rumble. And you no, know, if Hannity does the interview, Hannity has this, um, and it's something that I make a mental note of myself when I have a guest on because I don't want to do this, but Hannity will talk nonstop and barely let his guests get a word in edgewise. And it's like, dude, if you're a moderator, ask the question, mm -hmm. shut up. That, that's all it is. But the thing is, it's like, I think that could have went with a different moderator, somebody that's more neutral. Because again, this is the this is the first debate right now of left versus right. You've got to get a neutral party in there because if Sayla and I think DeSantis will wipe the floor with Newsom, I do. But all the left is going to say is that well, of course you had Sean Hannity. He's going to favor DeSantis. He's going to he's going to pitch him the easy questions. You know, regardless if he does or not, the fact is they're going to set that up in that or in that context. Mm -hmm. Get a neutral party in there. But on the flip side of that, who's neutral? Yeah, nobody. like who in the MSM? Who is known for being actual neutral? Honestly, I get a libertarian in there. I get a libertarian in there to host and moderate because at least they're kind of like I hate you both, but I'll ask you fairly. So we'll <laughs> see. I don't know if Hannity's going to do that or not. We'll see. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. So, but yeah, Steve Bannon saying that. I mean, he, he's not wrong, but Bannon also has a history of saying really ignorant things. I don't agree with that guy on a lot of stuff out there. But, you know, to sit there like Jack, Jack the Grifter, I'm going to start calling him Jack the Grifter. Jack the Grifter, uh, you know, you sit there talking about he's not built for this. It's not because it's against the rules. No, Jack, it's against the Constitution. This the thing that you, you raised your right hand and swore the Constitution. You remember that, Jack? I didn't know this, but, you know, he apparently got his uh, security clearance revoked while he was in the service because I believe he was a Navy intelligence officer. Really? I could have that wrong. Mm. But no, I saw that trending for a bit. People were like, yeah, he got his, uh, his clearance revoked. I'm like, when that happens, that is a big no-no. You did something massively wrong. So I don't know. But Jack is just a complete freaking shell. This guy is a liar. He's a grifter. I have more respect for Trump people that will say, look, I support Donald Trump, but I will not concede to telling these lies simply to attack DeSantis. 
It's not needed. Yeah, it is not the needed. Turning points and the, like these types of people are just a, a counterbalance to the left. So it is, but they get the boomer money to support. Yeah, like he, they think they're they're influencing the younger vote when the statistics show that's not true. I just think Trump surrounded himself with something to counter the <clears> left's uh, dominance over the media. You know what, what I mean? The, what they've built over there, I will not. You know, I can't knock that. You built a really cool grassroots organization. But what has what has devolved into is that now any poly so basically I get ahead of myself the hamster in the wheel and the head is just going crazy it's on steroids and there's smoke coming out of it I call them Lemmy Winks Lemmy Winks is going nuts right now so <laughs> the the turning point group what they did what Kirk did was spearhead a movement that was actually really good get more people to come out and say hey I'm conservative I'm not afraid have the debates and it started out good but then what happened is Trump grew. And Turning Point latched onto Trump. And then Turning Point turned into a MAGA echo chamber. And then it went from saying, hey, we're for actual discussions to now everything is God, King, Emperor, Trump. I cannot agree with that. I yeah, do not I, like I that. I just think it's a counterbalance to the CNNs, MSNBC, yeah. like the, the whole legacy media yeah. and how it's always for the Democrats. And yeah. that's always nothing good about or you know, it's just yeah. not the left is wonderful reporting. at spawning so that's why uh, independent journalists. It makes sense that the Trump. Yeah. Or the right would have yeah. something to counterbalance. But that. like but there has to be something in between course, that just yeah. can just be like, all right, but now, let's not look but at what these they're doing now, though, is destroying heroes, it. but well, they're destroying it now. Yeah. It's kind of like when you go out there and you're parroting talking points that are rooted in BS, then now I can't take you seriously at all. Yeah. And I think that's where they really, really, really went wrong. And I, you know, I lost faith in them years ago. I talked about it. But now with the whole DeSantis versus Trump, when people resort to lying on social media and spreading propaganda that they have accused the left of doing, that just means you're no better. We don't have to do that. We don't have to lie. We don't have to spread misinformation. Policy is policy. Facts are facts. Debate the facts. That's all you got to do. But instead, they lie. They cheat. They smear. Uh, and it's, it's sad. And you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. But Steve Bannon saying that, I was kind of like, huh, that reminds me of a tweet I just posted about Jack the Grifter. Interesting. Um, Israel. I think I can say on behalf of a lot of people, what the hell are you doing? The ceasefire, Israel is vows. Israel vows, folks. Um, the war against Hamas will go on after the hostage pause. Now, when you are going to sit there and say, we're going to pause the fighting and we're going to do a prisoner swap, you're going to release Palestinians that were locked up to also include over to the West Bank. And then you're only going to get like, what, 50 hostages from Haas, meaning they still have like, what, another 200, 150 more, yeah, which knows? means now they still have more bargaining power for another future ceasefire. Last I checked, and even though I don't like warmonger extraordinaire G.W. Bush, we're going to give, give, give him some freedom, <laughs> come across that southern border, going to wipe him out. Bush had a good policy, not in regards to foreign policy, but in the idea of we do not negotiate with terrorists. Because once you do that, where's the standard? Where's the standard? Mm -hmm. Biden giving Iran $6 billion for five American hostages. What the hell are you doing? Now, I, you know, I had friends that were like, you know, we were talking about doing a trip to Iran. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Absolutely not. Well, Iran is a beautiful place. Like, I, I've seen pictures. Again, I've got a lot of friends that are Persian that literally, and this is what I love about it, like the Islamists out there, um, they ran from that. They were like, no, Islam is a bad religion. I literally, like my tango concern, she's like, I fled from Iran because they were going to murder me for doing tango. It's like, I left there. It's like, Islam is a horrific religion. It's like when it's practiced in its home, its upbringing, its, its, its um, excuse me, home states or home countries, if you will, it is the most misogynistic, oppressive religion 
She goes, so people that say that, you know, Islam is a good thing, they don't know what they're talking about. Now, you can have Western progressive Islam, which is more of a, hey, we believe in Muhammad, Allah, and it's like, you live your life, we live ours. Like, fair enough. That's fine. But unfortunately, when you have a religion that literally says it's okay to marry underage girls, you can beat the snot out of your women, you treat them like cattle. I've seen this firsthand. And again, like I said, I talked to Tommy Robinson about this and all the evidence he's bringing forward, people need to open their eyes to this. Like we don't need this in America. Not, no, I'm not talking about Muslims in general. I'm talking about extremism, Muslim extremism. That's the issue. So to go back to the other point, when you start conceding ground to terrorists, it's no different than when you concede ground to the left on the second amendment, you're not getting it back. And to, and this is the other thing, when it comes to Middle Eastern uh, Islamic extremists, the only thing they respect is a hardline stance. Saddam, Gaddafi, all these, Mahmoudinejad, all these people ruled with what? An iron fist. Because that is the only way you keep the Arabs in check through violence and fear. I'm not condoning it, but that's why it works so well over there. Now, you've got Hamas in Gaza, and what are they doing? They're running buckshot over there. I posted a video on Twitter yesterday of uh, those residents trying to flee Gaza and um, Hamas firing on them. And one dude's like, why are you telling a lie? Free Palestine is okay. Here's the deal between you and me. One of us knows the sound of AK-47 gunfire. One of us doesn't. You do not. That gunfire, that ain't the rifles that the IDF carries. That's AKs. That's Hamas. And he goes, whoa. I was like, shut up, dude. I'm not going to argue. That's AK-47 fire. They are firing on innocents trying to flee Gaza. And they clipped a few of them. It was, it was in the video. It was sad to see. Sad to see. But that's what they do. This is what Hamas does. So they're killing people trying to flee. Do you really think they're not going to murder more hostages? Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. This is ridiculous. Another woman died apparently in uh, custody yesterday because uh, they didn't give her the life-saving medication she was on. She was a grandmother. Um, it, it's just sad to see. But Israel, what are you doing? Stop bending the knee to the woke agenda, to every all these morons. Oh, but free Palestine. Free Palestine of what? Hamas? Yes, I agree. Free Palestine of Hamas. Kick Hamas out. Or is it because they welcomed Hamas in? Mm -hmm. And then this idea, this idea of sending foreign aid to Gaza is just mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. There's a lot of people out there trying to fence-ride this issue by saying, we're going to send foreign aid to both. Even Elon Musk is doing this. And I tweeted, I was like, do you not realize you are funding Hamas? That money, that foreign aid, that they say like you give them nothing but materialistic and no funds. They're going to sell it. Mm -hmm. They're going to sell it. This is what they do. And it's going to fund their, their war machine all the more. So great job. Taxpayer money through the Biden administration is now going to fund Hamas. Where have we seen this backfire before? Oh, I don't know. Uh, let's talk about the Russians in Afghanistan. Let's talk about us in Iraq and Afghanistan fighting proxy wars with Russia and China. I feel like we're in, we're in an age of a great awakening now where people are starting to wake up from the propaganda, the freedom cost, tobacco, five, America. Now we're starting to wake up and say, wait a minute. This is not, not it's, it looks could be deceiving. We were in a 20-year illegal war for what? For what? Where was the weapons of mass destruction? I don't, they weren't under the podium where George Bush looked. <laughs> now, look, I get it. Bad people do bad things. Saddam gassed like over 5,000 Kurds back in the 90s. America did nothing. It's not for us to do. The UN, right. that's the UN right there. But what did the UN do? It's like, hey, Saddam, you knocked that off. You knocked that off, buddy. And then the world trade gets hit. And then you start to find out the Obamas had a lot of close connections with the Bushes. It's like, hold up now. 
Now, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but when you have questions like that arising from people saying, mm -hmm. okay, Maybe this is not this war is not as black and white as we thought. Maybe this is a war of the rich elites of different countries using the more, the lower and middle class to fight their battles. Yeah. People are starting to wake up. The Biden administration recruitment numbers are horrific. Isn't it interesting that under Trump, the military does good, although the infection was there from Obama. And I don't think Trump really knew about it because when you're pointing to people, he appointed people like Miley and it's like, oh, God, here we go. I need to understand I mean, white rage. Even it, it was on a constant decline. Yeah, Mattis was a massive disappointment. Like, Globalist extraordinaire. Never what, saw that coming. Bro, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. But I think, well, I think a lot of that was because they were basically going counter to Trump. But it was like, if you're going to try and make a name for yourself going counter to Trump, admitting that you're a globalist in an indirect yeah. fashion is not the way to go. Like, I can't tell you how many people, I was an army guy. I cannot tell you how many Marines on, on Instagram specifically, like, what the hell happened to Mattis? But it does bring up the issue of like, why was Mattis famous to begin with? Some quotes, fine. But what did he actually do? And then people are like, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's kind of like meme culture. Yeah. People get celebrated as being these hard asses, but it's like, but what did you actually do? I'm not trying to insult the guy's career. That's not what I'm saying. But it's like, these questions start getting brought up and people start questioning the narrative. So when you see the likes of Israel and Gaza and you see the mistakes that America made in Iraq and Afghanistan by negotiating with people, funding the Taliban during the Russian, the, the uh, um, excuse me, Mohaddeen and stuff like that, we're doing it again. We're doing it again. We're giving aid to Gaza. I mean, my God, we gave the Taliban in Afghanistan a military we gave them MRAPs, MATVs, weaponry, uh, so many hundreds of that, if not millions in cash, ammunition, Apaches, Blackhawks, Kiowas, you name it. They got it. They got it. They have a standing military now. And don't think for one second they will flex that when it's called for. When the jihad call goes out, they come a running. They come a running. America continues to make this mistake. Now, I understand that we should not, I'm not calling for a foreign policy that is like the, like akin to Nikki Haley, like, we will nuke the Chinese. I'm not calling for that. <laughs> I am saying when you touch one hair follicle on Americans' head overseas and they're perfectly legal, like the hostages taken in Israel, we will come over there and we will wreck shop. That's what spec ops is for. These guys train for this. The green beanies, Rangers, Delta, this is, they are experts at this. So when I say I'm okay with committing troops, it's to get the hostages out yeah. and that's it. Bring them home because nobody cares about our citizens more than fellow Americans. It's just the truth. So I'm okay with that. But outside of that, it's Israel's war. Let them fight it. But when they're going to sit there and you negotiate with Hamas and say, we're going to do a ceasefire. And by the way, the prisoner swap, we're going to be upside down. We'll give you more than we get. What kind of terms are you allowing to happen? When you when you dictate terms like that, you've given them the proverbial high ground. Now they know they're in the position of power. Why? Because the MSM is in an interpass or an, uh, excuse me, impasse right now. You have so many out there that are coming out as just blatantly anti-Semitic. This is not anti-Semitic in the terms of, oh, they criticize the state of Israel. They hate Jews. No, I'm not. I'm talking about people that legitimately hate Jews. Susan Sarandon comes out there and says, Jews are finally getting a taste of what it's like to be Muslim. What? So you're implying they have it coming? What are you talking about? Maybe they had it coming. Maybe they had it coming because the Jews. That's, that's basically, that's the rationale. It's like, bro, are you kidding me? So you're telling me innocent people that had nothing to do with this are now having to pay for the sins of their fathers? Leave it to another stupid white liberal woman to sit there and interject her nonsensical opinion on things she knows absolutely nothing about. And you sit there and you listen to this like, what? 
Did you see oh. her? She was dropped by her agency. I got the article. Susan Sarandon was dropped by her agency, but at the same time, her career is it, it was over anyway. It was toileted. So again, we've seen this with the likes of every has been actor in Hollywood or actress. When their career goes tits up, what do they do? Activism. Let's go to activism. Let's resurrect it. Alyssa Milano. Nobody cares about her work anymore. So what did she do? Feminism. I believe all the women's. I stand with the survivors. I know, she's still. She still has an active career. Does she? Yeah, she's on. Uh, I haven't seen anything mainstream. I, I can't remember the name of the show, but they played it at the uh, gym that I go to. Oh, I'm so sorry. I know. I'm That's like, like the same as like being subjected to, to watching CNN at like, the airport. Why do you have the view on? Oh God, the view. Oh. The view. And I'm you like, know, all these liberal. I'm like looking around. <laughs> I'm like obviously. I'm like have my earbuds in. Just. The view is one of those shows. It's like the more they talk, the dumber they sound. Joy Behar is one of the stupidest women I've ever heard. You know, when she says, or like when she brings on um, Osborne's daughter, uh, Kelly Osborne, she goes, well, you know, if I kick over Mexicans out, who's going to clean Donald Trump's toilet? And all the liberal was like, whoa, whoa. And it's like, no, no, keep talking, Kelly. Keep talking. You know, keep saying that, please. And then we'll be Goldberg with her freaking uh, racism and anti-Semitism nonstop. It's like, how many times do you got to get sued before you realize, "Mm, maybe I should shut the hell up about things I don't know? Just curious on that. the worst view possible. It's the dumbest view. The dumbest view. But, you know. That's what happens when you have middle-aged women that know dick all about what's going on in the world. Sitting's like, well, let me give you my opinion. Oh, really? Tell me more about your opinion. Tell me more about what you know about. It's like a bunch of housewives that literally don't watch politics on inter- on national TV saying, I'm going to give a political hot take. Oh, please do. Tell me more about stuff you literally have no idea about. None. None. Dude, I hate the view. I hate them. Yeah, I, think I think they are the uh, dumbest people alive. Alyssa Milano is... Yeah. Is she on there? Yes, yeah, she's still not, no. She's not on there. Oh, I'm okay. just saying they have a bunch of different liberal shows that they play at the oh, gym. Of course, but she was. Why? Why she's, uh, I, I can't. I don't know the name of the program that she's on, but I think she's still acting. Is that what you call it? <laughs> I guess I don't know. Uh, but oh I, my god, I, I cannot stand I, that woman. I, I think cannot. They stand just her. have these people that they tap. And they're like, hey, we need you to go out there and make some noise and. Cause hey, Bill, some we got uh, we got to bring some idiots you know out. I mean? Who we got in the shoot? That's dumb. Alyssa Milano, tapper. There we go. Like she's wearing a crocheted mask. I know. Do you remember that during the uh, the, the COVID the chat rumble? You remember this when Alyssa Milano had a crocheted mask, and she was just like, "This is good." It's like, what? Okay. Like what? Okay. Right. Um. Okay. Oh my God. Hey, welcome to the show, folks. My name is John Burgess. My partner, Josh. If you're first time watching us, make sure you hit that follow button and turn on your subscriptions or turn on your notifications. We greatly appreciate that. Let's get into the actual article itself. Um, Israeli leaders vowed Tuesday to continue fighting to destroy. And the only reason they're saying this is because they had massive blowback on the international stage, specifically amongst American Jews saying, and I saw this all over Twitter going like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you negotiating with them? A lot, a lot of Jews out there did not like this tactic that Israel's taking. And, you know, I'm just sitting there kind of like, uh, what's that? That shows like interesting, bold Stratton cotton. We're going to see how that pays out. I was like, bro, what are you doing? This is not what you do with terrorists. You cannot do this. Um, Prime Minister Be- Benjamin Netanyahu said, excuse me, uh, dead air. I'm about to sneeze. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm dying right now, by the way, folks. I, got, I caught whatever Josh gave me. Gonna hurt pacifolitis. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. Yeah. Uh, Netanyahu said in a statement, he said, I would like to reiterate, the war is continuing and the war will continue until we achieve all of our goals, eliminating Hamas, returning all of our hostages, and assuring that the day after Hamas, Gaza will no longer threaten Israel, that there will be no other element that supports terrorism, educates its children for terrorism, and threatens the state of Israel. With God's help, we will do it and we will succeed and together we will win. 
fine. Stop negotiating with terrorists. Stop negotiating. And again, if you look at the actual prisoner, prisoner swap numbers, it does not favor Israel. And the fact is that you're, and this is why I, I said it, this is why they take hostages. It's this is not foreign. This is not like oh light bulb. We everybody knows that's what they do. They take hostages, saying we want our people released. And I said this on yesterday's show, folks. This is the truth. All Hamas is going to do is that those people that they took hostage, those people that essentially they're wanting or they're calling to be released because you know everybody's you know everybody in prison apparently in Palestine is innocent. That's just that's in every prison around the world. I guess like I'm innocent. Like sure you are. That's why you're here. Um, that brings me back to like um. Oh, God, what's the movie with uh, Morgan Friedman and a Dufresne? Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) Like, everybody's innocent here. Uh, But all they're going to do is that, say, like, you're a prisoner, and you're a Palestinian prisoner, and Gaza, or excuse me, Hamas, negotiates your release. They send you back. Where do you think you're going? To the battlefield. You're going to the battlefield. All you've done is you've basically released up to 200 new fighters. New fighters, great job. This is not hard, folks. This is not hard to understand. This is not rocket surgery, like they say. Israel is making a massive mistake. Is this going to be a mistake that ends it for them? No, I think Israel is still going to prevail. I think they will still win, but you've just made it a lot harder. All they're trying to do, I think, honestly, is give people some negotiating space for saying, hey, look, look what we've done. We honored the ceasefire. Mm -hmm. We've done this. But it's not going to matter because like with Trump and CNN, it doesn't matter how good you do. They will find something to nitpick at you for. It doesn't matter. So stop trying to play to the leftist MSM spin out there. You're never going to win with them. Double down, stand your ground, and give them the middle finger. That's all you got to do. I respect the fact that Netanyahu has gone this far with it. Keep going. Don't stop. Hold the line. So we'll see. Happy Thanksgiving, folks. Oh, man. Appreciate you guys being here today. Um, all right, let's move on. Tired of the show today. Carrie Lake goes big government. Yeah, it's true. Color me shocked. Color me shocked. If, you're, if this is your first time watching the show, I'm a constitutionalist. I do not like big government. I do not like big government. I do not like when big government tries to insert itself into the private lives of citizens and what Kerry's doing here is that same thing. That same thing. Milton Friedman talked about that you can only judge a policy based upon the actual outcome versus the intent of the policy. Look at Social Security. Great idea at the time. What has it done to us now? It's worthless. It's not worth it. You get where I'm going on this. Everything the government does to protect you, in fact, does not. Let's get into the article right here. Um, Kerry Lake floats baby bonus to lower U.S. abortion rate. Senate candidate Carrie Lake uh, has suggested American women should receive a baby bonus if they have children as a way of discouraging abortion, praising a Hungarian plan that sees women with four or more children exempt from income tax. Oh, my God. Right. As soon as I read this article, I could think of three things right off the top of my head that could go wrong. So now what you're going to do is you're going to encourage more women to stay home, pop out more kids, get the baby bonus, put more stress on men to go out there and provide for them, put more people at basically as proxy government employees by keeping them broke, keeping them poor, keep them on government subsidies just like this. And guess who? And this is the third one at the bottom line of all this. Guess who's going to pay for this? If you're watching this, do me a favor, put your hand up because it's you. You're going to be paying for this. I don't care the reasoning behind this to prevent abortion. So now I got to pay more to keep Democrats from murdering their own. Yeah. 
You're kidding me with this take. You're kidding me with this take. It's stupid. I, I get what she's doing, but it's not the... It's not the brightest move. But you would figure, as a politician, and she's running for Congress in Arizona, but you would figure, as a politician, before you go to the public with this great idea, this is like akin to AOC's uh, Green New Deal. $17 trillion it was going to cost. And everybody's like, are you stupid? You look at this from Kerry Lake, and it's like, same thing. Are you stupid? You're kidding me. So you're going to try and prevent liberals from having abortions by giving them more... In government side, no, absolutely not. That's the whole reason it was sent down to the states. The states have to decide. That's democracy in practice, folks. I get that we don't like it. I get that, you know, places like Iowa and play, they're, they're pro-abortion now. But with the good comes the bad. When you give people the freedom to choose, the freedom to vote, you cannot sit there and try and figure out ways to get the government involved to undermine what the state wants. It doesn't work. Hey, guys. You could be, we could have a lot of terrorists on our mess. So you know what we're going to do? Patriot Act. Now the government, and don't, don't, don't think for a second the government wasn't already spying on the citizens to the effect that, or to the extent they already were. Of course they were. Now they're just open about it. Mitch McConnell comes in and backs Patriot Act 2.0. Trump was in on it with him. Hey, let's spy on the citizens to protect you. Yesterday I saw an uh, article about air marshals. There are no more air marshals flying. Did you see that? Yeah. Posted on Instagram. I know. There are no more air marshals flying our friendly skies. You know what they're doing right now? Oh, yeah. They're following January 6th people. This was admitted by them. They are following January 6th people. Forget all the terrorists that are coming through the oh, open yeah, border. Yeah. Forget the southern border. Yeah. Forget forget the terrorists we got coming across there. Forget the gun running, drug trafficking. Human trafficking. You know what's more dangerous? People that walked into the nation's capital and, you know, screamed a few things. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not for that. I remember when we were all outraged that kids were being raped and uh, trafficked. No. Suddenly that doesn't matter anymore. What happened to the kids in cages, AOC? You're not crying anymore about that. But there are no more air marshals. So it's like you're putting government, a government agency, and the lady, the spokesperson even said, these are people that... Uh, were flying into the airport that maybe didn't even go to the Capitol, but they're on a list now. And she said, some of them know they're on a list. Some of them don't. It's like, yeah, we should abolish them. Every three-letter agency, listen to me, conservatives, every three-letter agency should be abolished. The FBI, the CIA, the ATF, especially the ATF, IRS, they are not needed. They are not. Let the states take charge. Greg Abbott, tries to close that southern border. What does Biden do? Federal authorities step in. We're going to open the gates. We try and put those buoys out there. What does the MSM do? Oh, it's killing the illegals. How is it killing illegals? What? Go and, through the port of entry, exactly. And, and if it does, well, sucks to be you. I don't know what you want me to tell you. You play, you play stupid games. You, play, you win stupid prizes. Don't sit there and expect me to feel bad when you want to come across here and we don't know who you are. Oh, by the way, Illegal immigrant caught in Martha's Vineyard with a firearm. Did you see that? Shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked. Shocked. Weird. Good. I mean, Weird. I'm glad he was there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, all the, and you know how they caught him? I guarantee all the white women are like, what's a brown person doing here? Yeah. Oh, my say. My say. It's not toilet cleaning day. <laughs> uh, John, do you tell people under comments to email you or is that a scam? I don't tell people to email me. No. Well, sometimes you do. I do? Yeah, when you're like, email me and I'll send you something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. Uh, but Carrie Lake comes out there and says this, and you're just kind of like, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Uh, an incentivization 
But again, nobody looks to long-term effects of how this could go awry. And clearly she has a dumb move by Carrie Lake. Dumb thing to suggest. This is never going to make it off the floor. It, it would never have been even... thought through a little bit right? further. Her campaign team I mean, should be I'm, like, oh. I'm all about cutting taxes. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And all that stuff. Yes. hundred percent. But as far as giving people my money. Nope. I, I'm not for that. I'm for keeping my money and giving less money to yep. the government. It's kind of like New York, how they do the gun buyback programs and dudes go out there and literally 3D print off like a lot of guns and then yeah. go in there and make bank. And everybody's like, oh, that's great. It's like, but you know whose money they're getting? Our money. Yeah. It's dummy. like this, again, everything the government tries to do always blows up in their face. Yeah. Always blows up in their face. They, that man, you, this government is so pathetic. So pathetic. They can't even balance the budget. They fail every yearly audit, and yet, bro, you miss a payment. Oh, IRS is going to be at your back door. Oh, yeah. Back uh, door. Sweep your bank account. No problem. Without even telling you. I know. And, and, you know, I saw uh, DeSantis was campaigning on this thing that it's making the news now that they're wanting a government digital currency. Have you seen this? Yeah. Have you seen a government digital currency? All one has to do is look what Trudeau, Cuck of the North, did to the trucker protest, and they froze their bank accounts. Folks, you think they wouldn't do that to you? What if another COVID thing emerged? You think the government wouldn't sit there and say, hey, uh, you're only gonna, you're not getting your money unless you get the jab. Well, I think you can. think they wouldn't do that to you? Pretty sure they can do that now. Uh, Freeze your bank account? You could sue the hell out of them. Yeah, I mean, if the IRS can come in and yeah, like, sweep no. your bank account, then obviously they've got no. some insider oh, absolutely. information to no, I agree. get what they want. That's, again, federal overreach. Federal overreach at such a massive level is yeah. so dangerous to free citizens because that's how they're going to squish your speech. Right. That's going to be exactly how you're That's why the Second Amendment is so crucial. Well, we cannot concede any ground on the Second Amendment at all. At all. Yeah, they uh, want it to be able to track gun sales and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. They want right. to know what you've got in your house. You know, I was, I was posed this question. Well, never mind. We'll get to that later. It's a whole different tangent I'll go on, but let's let's keep moving. we got a lot of news to cover. Hey, if you're watching today, folks, hit that thumbs up. Give the uh, podcast a follow. Turn on notifications. Appreciate you being here. Download the Rebel app. Download the Rebel app. Appreciate that. Uh, Melissa Barrera. I don't even know who these people are. Uh, Melissa Barrera fired from Scream. Uh, I guess they're making another Scream. Finally. Finally. That's just what we all wanted, right? Oh. It's like having a 20th Fast and Furious. Like, can these people Thank just God. stop? Stop. I love them. I celebrate all of them. Really? No, no you're Okay. I was like, dude, don't, don't you lie to me. Don't you lie to me. Like, you're full of crap. Nobody celebrates. So they're horrible. I mean, you know what would be a great, a great thing to, to do on this one? Let's make it about cars again. It's like, you know, you get to a point where it's like, can you have anything new? But no. Fast and old. Accurate. Actress Chess has been fired from her role in the upcoming Scream, uh, was it seven? After she publicly accused Israel of committing genocide. Oh, it's always genocide. It's always genocide. How is there genocide? If they were committing genocide, it'd have been done by now. Like, explain that to me. This is like the worst. Israel is the worst committing genocide, because seriously. It's been like, what, a month now? Yeah. Over a month. October 7th. October 7th. And you're just sitting there. It's like, oh, this is the worst form of genocide ever. They didn't even evade gods for like, what, three weeks? Worst genocide ever. <laughs> what? It's ridiculous. Um, in a post on her Instagram stories, Barrera not only referred to Gaza as a concentration camp, but also accused Israel of genocide and ethnic cleansing. 
I love liberals that use these buzzwords that they just don't know the meaning of. Feels they, so good to say it though. It does. It does. Mm, you're a threat cleansing. to our democracy. You're undermining democracy. You're 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 basically discriminating against marginalized people. Shut up, you bunch of nerds. Nerds. That's what they are. It's like how do you sleep crying all the time? But um. In the war against Hamas, in retaliation for the horrific October 7th terrorist attacks, which claimed 1,400 lives, most of whom were civilians. Gaza is currently being treated like a concentration camp, she wrote. Uh, cornering everyone together with nowhere to go, no electricity, no water. People have learned nothing from our histories. And just like our histories, people are still silently watching it all happen. This genocide, this is genocide and ethnic cleansing. Another Hollywood actress with a hot take on something she knows literally nothing about. Apparently she was fired. Good. Good riddance. You're an idiot. Don't put her in there. Nice. Anyway, moving on. Uh, frustrated lawmakers run for the exits because DC is broken. Now, folks, the thing to watch on this one, uh, I thought this is a very catchy article because of the way it was phrased. I'm interested to see what Congress is going to start doing now that people are getting really fed up that nothing is really happening in Congress. Uh, the public is increasingly soured on Congress, and now some House lawmakers are starting to agree with legislation all but brought to a halt, which I, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. I don't want the government making any more laws. I don't want the government interjecting itself into our lives for good reasoning to protect us from whatever looming. I mean, they tried their best to protect us from COVID. Look what happened with that. We got massive inflation. You got businesses going tits up. Yeah, great job. Joe Flatten Bi the curve. Got Joe Biden. Got it. Yeah, we got Joe Biden. You got, got mail-in ballots. breaking out all over the place. Yep. The southern border's yeah. wide open. Taxes are through the roof. Mm -hmm. Everything's more expensive. That's what happened. I got to get it out of my system now. 45% markup on Thanksgiving dinner. Thanks, Joe Biden. Oh, he's good. He's so good. That administration The is adults are it. back in charge. We did it, Joe. <laughs> the adults are back in charge. Gas prices, boom. It's like, yeah, good job. You're really good at this. Huh. Oh, my God. People are just stupid. Democrats, like I, and like we talked about this before, Biden campaigned on these promises. Yeah. This was nothing that the likes of Dwayne Johnson can go on that, that, that uh, on, on Rogan, like, well, you know, we side with, uh, with, with the DNC, not Joe yeah. Biden. You knew what this guy ran on. You, you, these you campaigned for him. Yes. You campaigned for this schmuck. And here you are, it's like, well, you know, we don't support Hitler, but we kind of like the Nazi party. It's like, bro, it's literally one and the same. Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? What are you talking about? But, that's how stupid Democrats are. And again, does this really surprise us? No. They sit there, and you know, when your guy really starts to just plummet in the polls, plummet internationally as far as favoritism, what do you do? It's just like, it's kind of like that Homer Simpson meme where he's like backing into the bushes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, dude, well, no. Stay accountable. Why are you supporting a party then? That's, I, yeah. I, that was your party's guy. Policy. Why not support policies? Yeah. That's not which, what they're doing. And that's the other thing. It's like, which, like, which oh, Biden well, policy? He's just not doing it right. Yeah. These policies oh, yeah, work. Yeah. Biden no, no, no. Socialism works. Yeah. They're just not doing it right. It's like, sure, sure. I love yeah, all these nerds like Hassan no, Piker and the Bernie Sanders right. and all these other dipshits out there. And so you sit there and you campaign for communism, but you use capitalistic methods to make your wealth. And then you complain about it. How hypocritical is that? Hassan Piker is one of the biggest idiots out there that sits there and pushes for socialism. All of these socialists, specifically on Twitter and stuff like that, now that there's ad rev share, what are you doing? You clickbait and rage people, and then you complain about the very system that makes you rich. And then I don't see them equally distributing the wealth. Because mm -hmm. let's just be honest, communism, socialism, one step away from each other. Means of manufacturing, controlling. I mean, come on. The very same people that you accuse of, of, 
corporatism, which we do have corporatism in America. Let's not even confuse ourselves on this one. You know, when you have government interventionism to the level that it is and favoring large scale corporations like they did under COVID, that's corporatism. That's not capitalism. But then when you sit there and you say, well, you know, have we give socialism a chance? It's like, so essentially you want to give the government more power. <laughs> Ask, Cuba. right. Ask the Cubans that came over here. Yeah, right. Cubans have a lot to say about yes, that. See what they think about it. Um, but with legislation all but brought to a halt and partnership at an all alarming high, members of Congress in both parties are running for the exits, opting out of another term on Capitol Hill to vie for a higher office or in some cases leave politics altogether because you're not getting anything done. You know, the bipartisanship is dead. The left has gone, the Overton window has shifted to such a dramatic point. Elon made a point on Twitter a long time ago. He said, you know, Elon was on the left. And he still is a liberal in some senses. He's kind of like a classic liberal, if you will, though. But Elon, he made a tweet. He said, I'm still where I was, but the left has shifted drastically so far to the left now, it's not even recognizable. You've left the boomer Democrat moderates just going like, what the hell? Like, I didn't vote for the transgender. Absolutely not. So that's why you're seeing the DNC fractured like it is specifically over the anti-Semitism that is like just completely taking it over. And it's like, oh my God. And again, I will say this credit where it's due props to John Fetterman vegetable in DC. Didn't see it coming. He's actually standing with Israel against the likes of Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, the Jihad squad of nitwits. And it's like, bro, good for you. Good for you for taking a stand. Now I think the guy's a complete moron, but still, still, you know, a clock can be right twice a day. So. I'm not even sure it's the same guy that entered the Senate, right? Oh, he looks him. totally no, different. Oh, my God. Don't do not do this. I'll have to. I, sorry. I, I have to. So he comes out of the hospital. Next, we're going to talk about the moon landing. Here we go. Next thing you know, he can speak. <coughs> He's not mumbling all over himself. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw Biden uh, was trying to take uh, credit for the, the lowering gas prices. It's like, who raised the gas prices, Biden? Whose policies still increased? Higher. I know. Dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Hey, they've come down like fifty percent. Yeah, because they were up to like eight bucks in certain places in California. It's like, hey, man, we put out the house fire. Yeah, you started the house fire. Like, what do you want about you, idiot? Like, pat yourself on the back. Yeah, and we're still not even back to where it was. No. It's still not even back to where it was. It was under two bucks. Yeah. It's like, uh, are you looking for a kudos here? Because that's I, not how it works. Huh. Hmm. Who built the cages, Joe? Who built the cages? <laughs> oh, my God. Classic. Classic it's, it's, Trump it's, line. It's idiotic. It is idiotic. Yeah. But that's where we're at. Oh, my gosh. It has been very interesting to see, though where the Hollywood elites are falling on the Israel conflict because now, more than ever, more of them are speaking up against the anti-Semitism that has clearly been displayed worldwide, but also in Hollywood. Um, John Lovitz. John Lovitz is coming out swinging. I saw that. SNL alumni unleashes on disgusting Bernie Sanders, horribly anti-Semitic Dem squad over Israel opposition. Okay. I I just got to pause this. And you've got to ask these people... Where have you been? Where were you when Ilhan Omar said it's all about the Benjamins or some people did something? Where were you when Rashida Tlaib has given these winks and nods at Hamas supporters? Where have you been? The thing is, you've always been there. You just chose to ignore it until it affected your people. I'm going to hit him hard on that one. You only cared. I'm not talking about all Jews. I'm talking about these Hollywood elite types. You only cared 
because they went after heterosexual white Christians, everybody under the sun minus blacks and Jews. But then when they, when you see the, the leftist anti-Semites and the racism that is just knows no bounds over there. Now you've got an issue. Now you want to say something. Sorry, too little, too late. Now, of course, I don't agree with the anti-Semitism, but I'm certainly not going to give a damn what you've got to say just because we happen to agree on this one issue. Where have you been this entire time? You've said nothing. You backed that same dude that's in the White House. Well, I think Lovitz did. He's a Hollywood elite. He probably did. John Lovitz? Yeah. Uh, I, I think he's one of the... Think so? Republicans, uh, yeah. Well, he definitely shows an archetype of those types of Hollywood elites. It's like, wait a minute. The Jews like, nah, bro. You've been too quiet too long. Only when it affects you directly do you give a damn. No, no. Get out of here. I'm not listening to it. Do you it. think John Lovitz is Jewish? I think so. His last name is Lovitz. I don't, Isn't that, that a Jew? Jewish name? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the comedian declares Sanders a self-loathing Jew and calls AOC a moron. I mean, <laughs> bro, it really took AOC and the rest of them being anti-Semitic before you actually realized they were stupid. <laughs> this is why it's like, I, I can't, I can't take you seriously. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, comedic actor and outspoken Israel supporter John Lovitz went on a tear against Senator Bernie Sanders. Promote shell shock and sneeze. We uh, have our uh, Black Friday sale going on right now. Save yourself 25% and up to... Uh, okay, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. I drug myself into the studio today to do the show because I'm sick as a dog. But I was like, you know what? People want to hear the show. We got we to give them the show. The show must go on. The show must go on. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I am sorry, folks. I do sound horrific. Um, Lovitz, who is Jewish, declared Sanders the best example of a self-loathing Jew, calling him disgusting and mocked how the senator describes himself as a democratic socialist versus being a communist. That's like me asking, are you Christian? No, no, I'm a Jew for Jesus. Well, that's that's what it is. Lovitz told Fox News Digital in an interview. Being that he's allowing Fox to interview him, that's also another tell of, like, maybe Lovitz is a conservative. Or maybe, maybe at least a libertarian. I don't know. An independent? Yeah. I, I don't maybe think maybe that. Yeah, there's a like a, a sliver of Hollywood that are mm. conservatives that just don't come out. So I had it told to me on very good authority. the Rock has friends who, are, yeah. who support Trump. I went to a party in Hollywood years ago, and I met somebody that was one of Justin Timberlake's associates. That said Justin Timberlake is a massive fan of guns, but he'll never admit that. He'll never yeah, come out publicly and say that. Yeah. Can't Not say if that. you want a career. Exactly. Not if you want $100 million a year. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Someone said in the chat, uh, legit said, uh, yeah, if COVID, you might die. I know, man, I got a 99.9% chance of surviving. I don't like my odds. Better shut it all down and flatten the curve, boys. That's it right there. Uh, yeah, but love it's again. This, again, this represents, you know, Bernie, again, a democratic socialist. It just makes no sense. I saw Vosh's thing is like, he is a, a communist something, it, it, a communist libertarian. It's like that, those things don't even align. You don't know what you're talking about. And what they'll do is using very articul articulate verbiage, they will try and blur the lines and say, well, this is why. It's like, yeah, but he's also a pedo, so it's whatever. <laughs> Take them with a grain of salt, morons. Um, here we go. Uh, Muslim American calls out Susan Sarandon's anti-Jewish rant. That is what she should know. Shell shot. So you can earn up to three times the points uh, yeah. and spend over $300. So it's going to be great for you. You're going to love it. We've got a lot of great products. 25% off right now. Uh, let's see what, what we got on there. 
Okay, I think I'm good. Nope, I'm not. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, I am. I think. Okay, I'm good. I am so sorry, folks. <laughs> it's Jukebox. It's Jukebox. <laughs> if this is your first time watching this, there's nothing off off limits here. We make jokes about everybody. No, we're not racist, but we do make fun of people because it's you know they're stupid. They deserve it. It's a lot of gummy bears. Too. <laughs> oh my god. Woke Army author Azra Nomani urged Jews to be unapologetic in their identities. Um, actress Susan Sarandon was dumped by her talent agency after she said Jews are getting a taste of what it feels like to be a Muslim in the U.S. But one Muslim American is pushing back against Hollywood's liberals' claims, arguing there's something she should know about her family's experience in America. My message to her is I am a Muslim living in America. I have more freedoms living in the United States of America than I would any Muslim country in the world, and she is dead on the money on this one. Any Muslim that comes from the Middle East that comes to America will tell you, yes, we have way more freedoms. How do you know this? Because this woman would not even be allowed to say what she's saying. They would have stoned her a long time ago. They would have murdered her a long time ago. Now ask me how I know this. Spent four and a half years over there. This is what they do. This is what they do. My mother was able to live with her hair free in the wind. Again, not so long ago, Iran had a revolution. Unfortunately, it was squished. What, are they, what were they protesting? They didn't want to wear the hijab. What do they do? They killed people. Put them in prison. You will wear the hijab. That's a theocratic dictatorship. That's why, again, I believe in the separation of church and state to prevent such things from occurring. But what did Iran do? You go out there, and these citizens, they couldn't fight back because why? They had no guns. That's why I was kind of like, hey, uh, you want to do a little side business of uh, doing some gun running to Iran? Yeah, a lot of money to be made. Okay. All about freedom. We can make some money off some capitalism and give Iran some freedom and let them fight for their own freedom. I'm just saying. No. Uh, my mother was able to live with her hair free in the wind. My father became a professor at the West Virginia University. He got a job offered to Libya where he had to make a choice whether he would work for the Muslim dictator Muammar Gaddafi as an uh, indentured, whether he would work, or excuse me, as an indentured servant, essentially, or live free in the United States of America. And this is where he chose. Gee, I wonder why. Hmm. But again, it once more serves the, you know, the idea of like these, these Muslims or these, these liberal Palestinian lovers over here. Oh, free Palestine. You don't know how Muslims are in the Middle East. Are the queers for Palestine? Yeah. I, mm. I really want, what we should be doing right now is every queer for Palestine, put their name on a list and then let's start a GoFundMe. It says, everyone on this list, you said queers for Palestine, we will fund you to go over there and protest. Go do it. Go do it and see what happens. Come on, Xavier. Let's go. Blue-haired, fat woman with septum ring. Do you think they would do it? Absolutely not. Not either. They're smart enough. They know better. Because they know. You get killed over there. They'd launch you off the top of a building in a heartbeat. Cut your head off. Rape your family. Absolutely. That's what they do. It's the religion of peace. Peace of this dude. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to get me canceled. I don't care. I don't care. They can't cancel me. I'm uncancelable. I don't apologize because I, you know, people talk about like, the things that John Burke says, the things I say, I mean, I'm not going to go back there and apologize for everything. I'm I say. sorry. I'm not going to, ah, damn it. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, moving on. Um, Vivek Ramaswamy. We talked about Donna Brazil the other day, the black racist woman that could sit there and launch these racist attacks towards uh, Vivek. And again, um, if that was anybody else up there, they'd be canceled. They'd have been canceled in a heartbeat. 
Vivek handled this very well. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy hits back at Donna Brazil for racist mockery. Vivek Ramaswamy responded to Democratic strategist Donna Brazil's international mispronunciation of his name during an appearance on Real Time with Bill Maher. Brazil mispronounced Ramaswamy's name and suggested he needs to shut the hell up and go home. Okay. What does that mean? Come on, folks. It does not take a rocket scientist to understand what this idiot is saying. She's a racist. She is a racist. Shut the hell up. Vivek Ramaswamy and making fun of his name. Now, I guarantee if I was up there... It's like Lafonda Shaniqua Shanae needs to go home. Oh my God. The meltdown that would occur, BLM would start burning down black businesses all over again. <laughs> we know this. We know this. It's true. If you're a white dude, oh, don't you dare make fun of the blacks. Don't you dare make fun of the Muslims. Oh, they're the protected class. But they can make fun of you. And they can make fun of other minorities. That's the problem here. And again, is the very definition of black privilege. The incident was also noted for the lack of effort to critically pronounce Ramaswamy's name. Ramas, I muted myself for that. Ram, I, I, dude, I, oh, I'm so in, I'm so congested. Ramaswamy goes on Twitter and he does this very good. He says he basically retweets um, the clip of Adam Kitzinger. Oh my God, that white boy was sweating bullets next to her because you know Bill Maher was kind of like he was implying that if you can't pronounce Vivek's name by now. There's probably, and I'm paraphrasing, there's probably a little bit of racism rooted in this. And then Adam Kitzinger finally interjects, like, it's Vivek, right? It's Vivek. I, I could say it. It's like, yeah, bro, what are you scared? You mean, this guy is such a Democrat shell. What, a, how did this, what a pathetic excuse for an ex-Republican. Like, this dude literally crossed over. You crossed over and you pandered to the left to be accepted by these morons. Hey, man, enjoy those people. Enjoy them. They're idiots. But so is Kitzinger. sense if you're going to, I don't know pedal to one side or the other, you would go to the Republicans because clearly you make more money. And you make more sense. Yeah. You're not subjected to this type of racism and bigotry that you see from her. And what does Kitzinger do? He's just kind of like, I got to watch, got to watch myself because I won't be accused of being a racist. But Donna's black ass. Oh yeah. Absolutely. He need to go home. Squeeze me. Wow. That's racist. But Vivek tweeted out. He said, I wonder what they do if a white Republican intentionally mispronounced Donna's name and then told her to return, quote, home. Smiley face emoji. Very well handled. And he's right. He's not, he's not wrong. Yeah. 100% right. Where's the cancel? Where's people marching in the streets? Where's all the people, you know, condemning the racism here? You don't see it. You certainly don't see it. Where's it at? Folks, let's let's not even get it twisted. White people in America have been under attack for, man, I want to say during the Biden administration. Oh, good Lord. This is also under the Trump administration as far as the CNN left and the rest of them go. They would try painting every white heterosexual parent that was attending a school board meeting as being a domestic terrorist. Every single white person out there, you have privilege. You're inherently racist. The system supports you. Meanwhile, blue-collar workers out there busting their asses every single day, working in the oil fields, working the streets, doing what they got to do to provide food for their family, and you're going to sit there and say they have privilege? Well, it gets them access to things that other people don't. So you're saying black people don't have that? I mean, it's called equal opportunity. It's based around minorities. How is that not privilege? My God, the Native Americans have reservations the government pays for. They have free land, free college. Mm -hmm. They don't pay for anything. How is that not privilege? Oh, John, you can't say that. That's racist. No, that's facts. That's truth. 
If we're preaching equality, it's equality across the board because there needs to be a line in the sand of saying, look, the sins of our forefathers are wrong. I'll admit that. But there comes a line in the sand where it's like, look, I didn't do anything wrong. You don't get to blame me, and you certainly don't get to take my taxpayer money that I earned to fund these bullshit programs that favor minorities. It's ridiculous. That's not racism. That's me saying I should keep my money to include minorities should keep their money that they make. Do you really want to go down that pathway of argumentation? Because I can go down that pathway. It's too easy. Too easy. Yeah, I don't know. But again, where was the calls for, where was the calls for racism? Where was the outcry? Isn't it interesting that black liberal racists are always whining, always whining racism. And then when one of your own actually comes out there and here's the thing, it wasn't like she was being racist towards a white dude, which they're always tone deaf on. They're not going to say anything about that, but it was towards an Indian. Nothing. So once again, the black liberal class are protected. Don't say anything against them. Cause if you do, you're a racist. It's bullshit. It's ridiculous. And you know it, you know it. So Bush league, Bush league, Bush league, Donna. Oh, you know, yeah, Vivek uh, is making some waves. He is. But again, he doesn't have a chance. Again, Vivek and Nikki, they're running for Trump's VP slot. They are. But it is, it is nice to watch them fight, though. I'm not going to lie. Uh, you he's know, Nikki good. Haley, he, oh, he's very good. He's very But again, like I said, three days later, he'll flip-flop. Yeah. That's what he does. But I mean, in Nikki the moment, Haley, at least can... Nikki Haley at least commits to the fact that she wants to nuke the world. <laughs> She's back there. Okay. I'm like, who's supporting this lady anyway? Dude, I don't. Well, it, it, the old guard. If you really think about it, the old card, neocon, Bush-era Republicans, which I was thinking about this the other day. Like the Bush era Republicans have really screwed it up for the GOP because now their foreign policy is dead in the water. It, it's neocon warmongering, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. And that's what Nikki is a representation of. So you're going to see a lot of the old guards support her because they like the, the Bush era politics, the Bush era Republicans. Now look at Bush now. Bush isn't even a Republican anymore. That guy's a Democrat, oh, which yeah. is crazy to me. He was. What is this thing? What's with, the difference between the two? I mean, at this point, yeah, uh, yeah. seriously, the GOP has lost Clinton its teeth. And between Bush, what's the difference between the president? I mean, under Clinton, yeah. they had the ninety-four crime bill that mm-hmm. you know imprisoned more blacks than anything else out there. Yeah, yeah, nothing about that. Who guess who was part of that? Good old Joe Biden. Oh yeah. Good old Joe Biden. Yeah. But we don't talk about that. Yeah, Pay no attention to that white dude behind the curtain that put your people in jail to include Kamara Harris. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So there's not a whole lot of difference there. Yeah. Got a thousand people watching on Rumble. Appreciate you guys being here. Appreciate you being here. Um, Oh, my God. The Pope. If you haven't tuned us out yet, you're probably about to. The Pope. <laughs> Look, I got no problem with Catholics. Do your thing. Believe as you want. I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm a conservatarian. Do, do your th- I believe Muslims should have every right to practice their religion over here. I just don't want to pay for it. And I, you know. But the Los Angeles Times, and this is all over the news, for this group of trans women, the Pope and his message of inclusivity are a welcome change. Torviancia Italia. Pope Francis, recent gesture to welcome the for the transgender. I can't even do it. I sound too much like Mario. <laughs> the recent gesture of welcome for transgender Catholics has resonated strongly in the working class seaside town of south rome where a community of trans women has found help and hope through a remarkable relationship with the pontiff forged during the darkest times of the pandemic thanks to the local parish priests these women they're not women 
they're dudes that are confused and have gender dysphoria and are quite honestly insane. Um, now make a monthly visit to Francis's Wednesday general audiences where they are given VIP seats. Why are you giving VIP seats? Oh, because you're trans and now you're the protected special class. You got to love how people want to protect the insane. Bring back the, make us, make asylums great again. Make asylums great again. Folks, I'm going to let you watch this video. Brace yourselves. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's going to make you want to puke. Now to those out there arguing, now look, I, I disagree fundamentally with Catholic doctrine. I don't hate Catholics. Believe as you want. But I feel that the Pope's actions right now very much highlight why he is not the representative of God on earth. Watch this video. You, you can't argue this. Stand by. I always have to make sure I don't have the volume, volume all the way up so I don't blow your eardrums out. Here we go. These transgender women in Italy are about to sit down for lunch with Pope Francis. Carla Segovia says it's very exciting. They're joining more than 1,000 others on the Catholic Church's World Day of the Poor. It was an invite that seemed almost impossible until a rapprochement with the church that began during the global health crisis. The 86-year-old Pope Francis has tried to make the church more welcoming to the LGBT community without changing its teachings. Last week, the Vatican's doctrinal office said transgender people can receive baptism and be godparents at them too. They can also be witnesses at religious weddings. Segovia says those changes give her strength. I think the fact that Pope Francis today allows us to approach baptism with this legislation or to perhaps take care of our best friend's child or of friends who ask us to be godfather or godmother is something that makes us transgender people feel more human. While LGBT rights advocates in the church welcomed the move, conservatives condemned it. They're accusing Francis of sending confusing signals about sexual morality to the faithful. The women live in a rundown beach town about 20 miles south of the Vatican. During the pandemic, while many were strapped for cash, the local parish reached out to the cardinal that runs the Pope's charities. <laughs> Along with money, the cardinal arranged for help with food and vaccinations. Claudia Victoria Salas is originally from Argentina and a former sex worker. We came to Father Andrea's church to ask for help. From that moment, Father Andrea always helped us. He opened the door. He brought us food. From there, our friendship was born, as they say in Italian. She's referring to the parish's pastor. Father Andrea Conaccia, or she calls him Saint Andrea. He says the women feel like beloved daughters. His parish's pandemic help eventually led to Sunday's lunch invite. Conaccia also attended, arriving on a bus with the women as well as dozens of poor people from the parish. Out of all of the attendees, Salas found herself sitting right across from the Pope himself. She says she feels grateful and fulfilled. 
For me, it is a bit difficult to answer. Hold on, guys. Got some breaking news here. Thanks for bringing this up in the Rumble chat. Um, holy cow. Stand by, guys. Stand by. Who was it? Who was it that said it? I got to give him props. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Wolfius. Thanks, dude. I appreciate that. This is, this is coming to us live, folks. Hold on. Uh, breaking. Nicaragua Falls explosion. Blast at U.S.-Canada border. A vehicle trying to enter United States from Canada has exploded on the Rainbow Bridge in Niagara Falls, forcing the international border cross to be closed to traffic in both directions, the FBI has said. Uh, footage from the scene appears to show a car entering the U.S. from Canada being the Rainbow Bridge in Niagara Falls and shows damage to the checkpoint. With smoke bellowing from the sky, currently it is unclear if anyone was injured as a result of the vehicle explosion. The Federal Bureau of Investigation confirmed that there was an explosion and the authorities are investigating. The Nicaragua International Transportation Technology Coalition shared on social media that a car, or excuse me, a crash reported at 11.51 a.m. had closed the bridge. Here's some scenes from this. Um, for those that are actually listening on the podcast that download it later, you've got pictures of the car wreckage all over the place. Um, completely decimated. There's flames on the ground. Uh, clearly the bridge is closed. There's a checkpoint there. Smoke billowing everywhere. Governor Kathy Hochul said she was traveling to Buffalo after being briefed on the incident. She said in a statement, I've been briefed on the incident on the Rainbow Bridge in Nicaragua, uh, excuse me, Niagara, I keep wanting to say Nicaragua, <laughs> Niagara Falls, and we are closely monitoring the situation. State agencies are on site and ready to assist, the governor added. At my direction, the New York State Police have actively working with the FBI Joint Terrorism Task Force. Folks, it's here. It's here. It's at our shores again. I, you know, I'm not trying to get people hyped up. I'm not trying to be, get, get people afraid. The southern border, the northern border, they have to be closed. Prepare for more of this. That's all I'm going to say. Prepare for more of this. Because if I was a sleeper cell terrorist and I infiltrate America's southern border, and I'm coming over here. You think I'm going to take an AK to random people? No. I'm going to start with IEDs. We saw this in Iraq. We saw this in Afghanistan. Fighting and combating IEDs is insanely difficult. Is that what it's going to take? Is that what it's going to take for America to wake up and get its head out of its ass and understand you've got to have national security? You've got to have national sovereignty? Close that southern border now. This is only going to continue and get worse. It's crazy. It's a VBAD. They call it a vehicle-borne IED. If that's what that if that's if that's what this is, but what else could it be? Uh, I mean, at this point, you can only assume that that's what it is. Yeah. The FBI, Buffalo Field, again, you know, the FBI is already on the case, so good for them to stop the investigation of you know parents at you know school board meetings. Now you can investigate something that actually warrants a good job. The FBI Buffalo Field Office confirmed it is investigating the incident and working with other law enforcement partners. It said in a statement issued just after 1 p.m. Wednesday, the FBI Buffalo Field Office is investigating a vehicle explosion at the Rainbow Bridge, a border crossing between U.S. and Canada. And uh, when, when was it? So it was at 11. What, so that's Eastern time. We're an hour behind them. That happened at what, 8? So 7 for us? No, no, no. Hold on. They issued the statement at 1 uh, when did they say this actually happened? Um, it happened at 11. It was 10, yeah. Okay, so, it'll, so 10 o'clock this happened. Wow. Was not aware of this. Thank you for bringing this to our attention, guys. I appreciate that in the Rumble chat. To the gentleman that brought that up, thank you, man. Sincerely. Good Lord. Good Lord. 
What's it going to take, America? And more specifically, what's it going to take, Democrats? Oh, no humans illegal until they're blowing up your people. Until you've got cartel members running buckshot across that border. Until you have sleeper cell Hamas, ISIS, Al-Qaeda. It doesn't matter. They're all in unison. They're all a jihad against the West. Hamas leader came out and said, we want to kill Americans. This is how they're going to do it. It's um, hmm. strange that in Canada they were able to get that type of... Uh, it's not hard. It's ex- not hard. Explode. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to make. They did it in Iraq. They did it in Afghanistan. We're talking about people that don't have access to much, but they know what they're doing. That, you know, that port, they stopped it, thankfully. It detonated there. But what if it would made it through? Yeah, you think it was on its way to, I don't know, maybe the Mesa's Day Parade? You never know. It yeah. is uh, coming up here pretty quick. Mm-hmm. You never know. Yeah, all these parades downtown. I wonder what they're going to do down there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to love the two base in the chat. It sounds like a unit right now. What's the point in sucking off the Second Amendment if you're scared? Well, it's number one, it's Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. Secondly, explain to me how the Second Amendment prevents you from getting hit by a V-bed. You don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. Pull your head over your bottom lip and swallow, you fucking moron. Excuse me. I'm trying not to cuss on the show. Uh, what a more suck it off the second amendment. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you against, are you against people's rights? Are you against the right to defend yourself? Well, Cause I mean, if you were here personally, I'd love to break your nose, but you can have a firearm to prevent me from doing that. Because quite honestly, you sound like a weenie. I could probably make you my bitch. It's probably true. Cause you sound like one. You moron. Can you consider keel, uh, carry in, um, in New York? Uh, no, you have to have a permit for that. Hmm. Like, especially like rape victims. A lot of people don't know this. To get like a special carry permit up there, you actually have to get a license issued to you. And that's not even guaranteed. That's not. So if you're a woman that's been raped and you're like, you know what? I need a firearm to feel safe. You have to go apply for it. You, you could have, you have to apply for it. How pathetic is that? How pathetic is that? That this woman no longer feels safe on the streets that her taxpayer money goes to. And she has to go apply to get a firearm license. It's not what the Second Amendment is for. Yeah. It's to protect you. Yeah. Women especially. Mm-hmm. Women especially. So. Yeah. So, I mean, even if know. the Second Amendment, if you're in a state like New York where it's nearly impossible to carry a gun. Yeah. It's how are you going to protect yourself? Oh, yeah. For sure. It's 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 sad to see. It is sad yeah. to see. I, I would be. So. Uh, I'm curious to see how the uh, turnout is for these uh, parades. I think with this IED going off, it's going to give a very, very rude awakening to a lot of people to understand this is going to hit our shores. This yeah. will come to America. Oh, well, there it is. There it is. There's the first one. Uh-huh. Watch for that. I mean, we had the Boston City Marathon bombing. Mm-hmm. Watch this. Watch this uptick. Watch the school shootings. Folks, This these are dangerous times we're living in. America has got to be sovereign. We've got to secure the borders. We've got to secure the borders. Mm-hmm. There is no other way. No other way. But yeah. Back to the Pope loving the trannies. <laughs> uh, sounds like a fucking you problem. Two bases still crying. Are you crying in my chat, dude? Why don't you call into the show and debate me then? Uh, the number is 214-817-1689. You feel free to call and debate me. You, you want to do it? You, you want to man up? Two base two? You, you want to you come? You want to come do a little debate? You want to do a little debate? Come on. Come on. I always welcome discussion and debate on the show. If you feel like you can dominate me in a Second Amendment debate, bro, you got the number right there. You can call in. Matter of fact, either you call in or I ban you because you're spamming my chat right now crying. Come in and debate me with rational thought and logic. I challenge you. 
Come on. Come on, big man. And if you look at this guy's channel, oh, yeah, beta energy. Beta energy. Numbers 214-8176. We'll actually take some of your calls right now. Let's open it up to the uh, the phone lines. But I'm, I'm waiting for this guy. Did he already? Two base to call. Come on. Come on, two base two. Come on, big guy. Come on. I'm down, B. Come on, B. 214-817-1689. Call in right now. I'm waiting on you. Any day now. Anytime you want to come in. Okay. Got a call coming in. Let's go ahead and take it. Mm. Right. This cold is killing me. Oh, my gosh. You got to unmute it right there. Yellow. Hi, this is Liz from California. Um, <laughs> I actually, I've actually been meaning to call and debate you on your um, abortion uh, stand. Sure. Did we lose her? I think she. <laughs> be hung up. I don't know. Uh, call back. Call back. Uh, <laughs> I didn't do anything. I just hung up. Here, take this back. I'm gonna screw this up. I don't even know what I'm doing. I just know how to mute myself when I'm coughing. Josh is taking control of the cold. Come on. There it is. is. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Yellow. It's my rink. Hang on. Oh, dang it. Okay. We are so professional at this show. (laughs) Okay. Yellow. Uh, Mute mute your background. Yeah, you got to mute. You guys are talking about the Second Amendment? Yeah, is this two based? Yeah, two based. What the fuck are you talking about? I got more guns in the gun shop. I'm asking you if this is if this is two based on the chat that wanted to debate me on the Second Amendment. Oh, debate? No, man. I'm all for you, but he's doing a good fucking job, huh? Oh, oh, okay. No, I didn't know because we, we literally just told him to call in because he basically, you know, he, he's against the Second Amendment for some reason, which I don't know why. I don't know why he's watching the show if he's against the Second Amendment. Yeah. What's what's going on, bro? No, man, I was a cop in New York. Oh, God bless you. They tried to take the yeah. They tried to <laughs> they tried to take the gun from the cops. Man. Oh, I don't doubt that. And, and in most cases, they did. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I got my walls decorated like artwork with firearms. <laughs> there you go. There okay. you go. Nothing wrong with that. I've and, got a, uh, got a few myself. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about these laws and stuff. Yeah. Okay. First of all, the ATF is punk. Okay. Great. Are you on speakerphone? The other thing is, oh, I, I thought I might be. Hang on a minute. Yeah, you're a little muffled. Let me change that. Yeah, that's a lot better. Thank you. Yeah, I got you, man. So they're, they're, they're punk, man. And, uh, you know, when I was uh, a cop, there was other guys that used to stand behind us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Because I worked in places like Brooklyn North and stuff like that. Yeah. So. How long were you a cop anyway, for? Anyway, <clears throat> oh, man, I've been a cop. I'm still doing security work, but I was a cop since I was 20. I'm 63. Oh, wow. So I retired in 2006. So I've got a lot of experience. As a matter of fact, I'm old, well, um, 2018, uh, I was doing a, a, uh, a security detail for the Republican Party in Cochise County. <clears throat> and then Ducey came over for a rally. And uh, there was, when they saw how I was performing, they said, hey, listen, we want you to take up the, the rear security for Ducey, which is the, was at the time the governor. Yeah. So, you know, I, uh, you know, I've, I've, uh, I got my degrees, baby. You know? Nice. And, uh, listen, I've taken guns, sanctioned and unsanctioned across this whole country. Mm-hmm. Nobody stopped me. Yeah. And if they did, they let me go. Mm-hmm. 
you know, uh, you know, I'd say that uh, if they tried to take the guns, uh, it would have hit the papers. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it didn't happen. That well, it's also one of those things, so like, as long as you're stuff, not advertising it, I mean, how are they going to know? Like people talk about <clears> going to states where you're not allowed to carry concealed. Like how are they going to know? If you're carrying concealed, there's no way for them to know that. And then if I'm put into the position and it, where I actually yeah. got to defend myself, then I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. I would agree with that 100%. The thing is that a lot of these punks, these bitch asses, okay, mm-hmm. they talk that game, but they're not really the pit out. Yeah. You see? Yeah. You got to... And my dad used to say, it's not what you can give, it's what you can take. Yeah. So if you're not ready to, you know, to take the lumps, then you, you know, don't expect to give them. You know what happens to most of these guys? They run up on you, and then when you challenge them, they go, well, I want to call the cops. You know? Oh, yeah, so yeah. This is all nonsense. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, because I've seen it from just about every state on the East Coast and then across the southern states, because uh, I wasn't going to be sending nothing to them. FFL, you know, yeah. from FFL. Oh, God, I think the whole thing is change, stupid. Yeah. You know, change locations. Yep. Yeah, you want to, it would have cost me to do with the amount, number of firearms I have. Mm-hmm. It would have probably cost me. Yeah, small fortune. Dollars. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then so, guess where that so goes? For that, I can buy a couple of more firearms. <laughs> <laughs> it always goes into I the like people. your logic. It I always like your goes logic. into the people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's silly, man. I mean, uh, we have, listen. I don't have do- in Arizona where we are because we're like, you know, there are no uh, gun laws in Arizona. Yeah. You know, there's don't, there's nothing. I mean, it's like you do what you want in Arizona. Yeah. Okay. So the Is only reason I have doors. Yeah. 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 Of course. I mean, come on. I was looking for freedom. God, you I mean, sound like a New Yorker, dude. You know, my family's from New York. My, my whole family, well, part of my family, <laughs> Staten Island. Of course, John, come on. What are you talking about? What are you talking about over here? What are you, what's, what's the matter with you? I swear to God, the stereotypes exist for <laughs> a reason. It's like Tony Soprano over here. I miss it, though. I yeah. freaking miss that because, number one, you know, I've told, yeah. I told the girlfriend, I was like, you've never had pizza until you've had New York pizza. There is no other pizza that rates or even comes close. And then the bagels, forget about it. It's like they have the best pizza. Yeah. That's the, that's the one good. Well, brother, I appreciate your call, man. God bless you. And thank you for what you do, man. And, hey, and the man. Fact, thanks sounds, for the time, brother. You do. It sounds like you're one of the good cops you're doing that a good actually job, believes man. in the Second Amendment. Hey, listen, man. I never put my stick on anybody that didn't deserve it. And when they got the stick, they knew they deserved it. And they said, listen, thank you, man. You changed my life. That's good stuff. I've had that a lot. That's good stuff. I appreciate yeah, you, man. So, hey, yeah. God bless you. And happy Thanksgiving okay, to you and your family. Man. God bless you, too. Thank you, brother. You, you do too, man. Now I'm sounding like a New Yorker. Every time, every time I get around the New Yorkers, same thing. I sound just like them. Same thing. Same thing. Prison Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where's where's the nerd? Where where's where's the two base? Call in and debate me. Like nobody else call in. I want to debate this guy. Come on. Come on, big man. Come on, big man. Two based. Too legit to quit. It's two based two in the chat. I always I always encourage to call and debate. And they hung up. <laughs> we are the we- <laughs> We do have a lot of calls. Press one to the call will start at the beep. Yellow. Hello, it's Liz. Hey, Liz. Wasn't your fault. I'm in the middle of I'm in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, so it probably dropped. Well, you said California, so God bless you on that one. (laughs) People probably thought we like hung up on you, so. Well, I'm a conservative, so you know I actually have a fucking job, so (laughs) that's why I haven't been able to call. Okay, what's uh, so you say you want to debate the the abortion thing? Let's go ahead. I did. Yeah. So you, I, you and I agree that I and I agree with you that personally, there's no reason to ever get an abortion. You made the choice. I like how you bring it up 
perhaps I, I like how you bring up plan B is a thing. You yeah. can literally buy it over the counter. Yeah. You were raped, had sex, and you fucked up or whatever. Well, I didn't know that, that it wasn't thing. available in all states. I wasn't realized. I wasn't aware of that. Like in Texas, you can, but one caller informed me that he said, no, it's not um, available nationwide. I, I wasn't aware of that. Well, well, I actually learned listening to your show that safe surrenders aren't across the United States. I thought so because it's a California thing. You could drop yeah. off a baby mm-hmm. at any hospital, um, fire department, or police station yeah. instead of, you know, yeah. abusing your child. Mm-hmm. Weird concept. Um, but you have brought up, okay, I don't remember. Did you say you are, I mean, we're not for a four-week ban or a six-week ban, but w- what was your stance against before I start? In regards, I'm sorry, you got to clarify that again. What my stance in regards to what? Oh, for when it comes to no abortion after, was it four weeks or six weeks? Oh, for me, me personally, uh, they talked yeah. about there was an article or there was a debate that just came out talked about brain waves are detected like after six weeks. Uh, DeSantis signed Correct. the uh, the six week thing. So my stance, honestly, is I'm I'm not for abortions, but I also feel like Plan B is an option. Condoms right. are an option. Uh, I'm not saying pull out because you know that doesn't work always. But uh, no, what was what was your point on that? Okay, so my point on that is is that I don't I don't think I don't agree with abortion entirely. But if we are going to try to find a middle ground, because banning abortion entirely isn't going to solve the problem, just like banning guns yeah. isn't going to solve a problem. Mm-hmm. So I know you don't like to concede, but if we were to concede, mm-hmm. I don't think six weeks is enough. I mean, if you use the example of like, say, Black Friday. Yeah. Black Friday, you have all these great deals, right? And you yeah. can only get them at this short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So you're giving somebody a short period of time to get an abortion. And right. it is a short period of time because technically you're only giving them two weeks. You don't know you're pregnant right. until that fourth week. Right. If you're not getting normal care, like you're not regularly going to a doctor, mm-hmm. it could take up to two weeks to actually get established with a doctor mm-hmm. and to get that appointment as a patient. Yeah, I fully get you there. And yeah. I only, I, yeah. So uh, you're you're forcing that person to make a knee-jerk decision mm-hmm. in a short mm-hmm. period of time. But we have to go back to the initial, you know, you know I, I get exactly where you're coming from here on this one. But at the same time, once again, regardless of the, the time elapsed, you're using abortion as a means of birth control. I mean, what's the stop? I mean, here's the deal. Why, why do we have um, fire extinguishers in the, in the act of a fire actually happening? We have a way to extinguish it immediately. If you're going to have unprotected sex, regardless of if, if the abortion is at six. And here's the thing. I do not believe in conceding ground to the left on abortion. I don't believe in six weeks. I don't believe in 15 weeks. Oh, no. I you know. But if that's what's going to happen, if the states vote that, then I'll respect that. And I'll Ultimately, it comes down to the individual that, you know, if I don't want to have gay marriage, I'm just not going to marry a dude. But I do believe that the rights of the unborn do have to be fought for. But by that same token, again, what's to stop you from utilizing a condom, spending $500 to get snipped, uh, anything like there are multiple ways of preventing these pregnancies from occurring. But the rationalization you're making here, I, I completely understand it. But again, it's still utilizing abortion as a form of birth control, regardless if it's six weeks, 12 weeks, 15 weeks, it doesn't matter. A life is a life is a life. So I have to disagree with that. But I do agree with the fact that democracy rules all. If people vote that in, then we have to respect it. Yeah, morally, I'm on the same page as you, but the other thing you have to take into account, that birth control is not 100% preventative. They had issues, there was a study, there's a study done a couple of years ago on specifically the Nuva ring, Mm -hmm. and it was only 98.9% effective. Yep, I actually had that problem with the uh, wife, yeah. She had the uh, IUD and uh, knocked her up, apparently got some potent swimmers, so... 
<laughs> and I mean, we don't want to make policies based off the 1% or the 2% in this case, right. but still, yeah. I mean, it does happen. So you do have people that are trying to do the right thing for the right reason. They're trying to take responsibility of their bodies and shit happens. Yeah. But at the same time, then that same 1% you're trying to make that argue for is now going to be taken and applied to the majority of the people saying, oh, well, look, you know, how, how is that even going to be provable? That's the problem. How can you prove that? Hey, you know, if it's illegal to have an abortion, how are you going to go to a doctor and be like, oh, by the way, the condom broke or by the way, I was on this. You know, it's, it's very difficult to prove that. But I think, right. you know, the the abortion argument in and of itself is a very complex one, but at, at root though, it's got to be it's got to be um, favored in the sense of like abortion should not be a uh, a plan B. You know, I understand that birth no, control does fail, not, most but I have never utilized the condom and it failed. Hasn't happened. But then again, no. I, I got a small willy, so I mean, I mean that's that's not hard to say. So. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> now, I, I get your point. I get well, your rash. But again, you know, you, you said it yourself, you know, the 1% that are going to penalize, they're going to reverse on that and use that 1% to now give the other 99% a get out of jail free card and utilize abortion to 6, 10, 15 weeks. Oh, 100%. You know, yeah. It's the same liberal tactic of, oh, well, you know, we got to take care of the trans and, you know, they're. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So. I just, I, I don't feel that no, abortion and, and should ever it. be, a- should be a, a means of birth control. I understand that mistakes happen, but that's kind of what happens when you have sex, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, sex should only be for reproduction. God knows me of all people. That's a line of crap. You know, I'm, I'm all about to go out there and do what you want. Bump uglies. With who I don't care. It's none of my business, none of the, none of the government's business. But again, if you're utilizing abortion as your means of protection, you know, which Democrats by and large do, then you've just opened the gateway yeah. to say that, you know, because of the one, it's the same with the, like you just said, like the transgender single percentile. Now we've got to make all these laws in favor of these people that are completely mentally unhinged, which granted is, com- you know, drastically different in comparison to black and white of mental stability of people wanting an abortion or wanting to cut, cut your dick off. That's different completely. Yeah. But again, it still goes back mm-hmm. to the idea of you have states rights and states are saying, if this is what the people of the states want, that's what has to be done. And ultimately, if we truly, if we truly do believe in, in, um, pro-life that's practiced by the individual so again Mm -hmm. i don't believe in forcing my views on other people but with a constitutional republic that basically says the states have a right to vote what they want it has to be respected i just feel like democrats it's like you made the argument with the guns and the and the and the uh the drugs if democrats are going to want to get an abortion they're going to get an abortion they will drive to california they'll do whatever they got to do and ultimately you're not going to stop it but you can prevent it to a degree. Right. You can prevent people from going out there that have that. Because ultimately, I feel it boils down to the mindset of a lot of people using the lazy man's filter of saying, eh, you know, if it happens, I'll just go get an abortion. Well, now in Texas, I think it was the six-week heartbeat bill or eight-week. Was it eight or six? I forget six. It was a six-week heartbeat bill. Now abortions are illegal. Yeah. But also the pregnancy rate in regards to that has plummeted. It has done a lot of good. Now, granted, you like I said before. Oh, no, it has done a yeah. lot of good. Yeah. It, you, ha- it does do a lot of good because... You have to do that forethought of, yeah. oh, shit, I don't have a get-out-of-jail-free card. Yeah, but I agree. I'm just saying, as somebody that did just have a baby, yeah. I didn't see a doctor until almost seven or eight weeks just right. because I had to get reestablished with a different doctor. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, my, my only point in that, in that and from watching, I, I'm a social worker. And believe, actually, there's, you know, oh, there's God bless social you. workers in California. God bless you. Not. Thank you. And as a social worker, one of the things I've noticed is that these people make these rash decisions because they don't know what services are offering. Mm-hmm. So if you t- if you shorten their time frame, like I was saying with like the Black Friday example, mm-hmm. you're you're creating a demand because you're you're shorting the time. You only have one day yeah. to get this deal. Well, yeah. you only have so much time to get your abortion. So 
I don't know, but I don't know if this would be true. So what mm-hmm. I could foresee, just with the populations I work with, mm-hmm. abortion rates would probably go up because they don't have the time to contact, you know, yeah, not just Planned Parenthood, yeah, but the other options than Planned Parenthood that help with resources for mothers figuring mm-hmm. out, oh, do I even apply for WIC or, you know, yeah. to be able to save that life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I but mean, I'm actually really happy to know. I didn't even know that statistic with Texas, knowing that pregnancy rates have gone down. Yeah. So as, I as far as totally yeah. be wrong off of my prediction. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's, you, you, we're never going to have a perfect outcome. You're never going to have a decision that's going to please everybody and essentially drop down the margins of the accidentals. It's always going to be there. But it's like, look, this is the gamble you take when you basically have unprotected sex or sometimes your birth control can fail. That's just, you know, it's, I wish I could sit there and say, hey, we should make concessions for this. But when you do that, now you've opened up the floodgates and then everybody's going to do it. And then how do you prove otherwise? So there's got to be a line in the sand somewhere that basically says, hey, this is it. And if you don't like it, to be honest with you, I mean, if you don't like it, you just go to another state and you're going to murder the baby. That's what liberals do. So appreciate your free call and God bless you. God bless you out there. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. You too. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless you and Josh. Absolutely. Forget Josh. You got me sick. (laughs) Lies. Lies. Anyway, what's going on, Rumble? Is two base going to call in? He basically said he doesn't want to call anymore because he's just like, I don't want to call in before he said he would. Now he said he's not like, what's up, dude? You're calling me. This guy sits here and he calls me scared. Because of V-beds, which, by the way, I've seen V-beds firsthand. And, yes, I'm scared of V-beds. V-beds are no joke. You speak from inexperience because, honestly, you're a nerd that's actually never done anything with his life or even been in combat. I have. You're full of crap. He's not going to call in. Yellow. Yellow. (laughs) Hey, everybody. I'm Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Before I speak, I got to say I wouldn't mind. (laughs) Excuse me. How are you doing, Robert? Great to have you on the show. (laughs) Thanks for having me, John. Anyways, uh, before I, you know, do my thing, uh, as you said, I wouldn't mind bumping uglies with Josh and, you know, get his sexy ass on that pole. Ryan didn't shake that booty for me. Dancing to the, hey, let me finish, please. Uh, Grinding, you know, uh, shake that booty for me. Dancing to the song like a, Get your sexy up. Go ahead, be going with it. I like that song. Anyway, uh, so I wanted to call in again to just bring up the fact that my uncle was killed 50 years ago today. He was shot almost certainly by the CIA 50 years ago today. I think it was 60. John, I I heard you say, I heard. I think it was 60 years. uh, I think it was 50. Oh, 60, my bad. Uh, I mean, that's what I meant. Uh, anyways, so I heard you say you're not a conspiracy theorist, and to be honest, I think you're being just too much of a candy ass to just admit that there are indeed conspiracy theories that are true and have actually <laughs> aged well. Some of them from Alex Jones, who I know you've shat on. Anyways, my uncle, when he got into office two months later, Hey, stop coughing. All right, I have a voice worse than yours right now. Two months later, when he got from in office, the military intelligence came to him and said, we got in big Cuba. And he said, no, I don't like that Castro has a communist government, but that's none of our business. He had a famous quote, I want to shred the CIA into a thousand pieces and scatter it to the wind. In October of 1963, 
the year that some of his Green Berets had been killed in Vietnam. He signed that day a national security order getting all troops out of Vietnam. First thousand, <coughs> the first thousand over the next month, and then the rest by the end of 1965. And then a month later, he was killed. So you can draw your own conclusions to that. Also, I, you know, you guys are always talking about Trump and Biden and DeSantis, who, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to think maybe that is. Uh, he does come <laughs> off very, very good. Like he's really good at that. I'm, I'm actually impressed. Um, now, look, here's the deal. Um, as far as like the the JFK stuff, you know, there's a difference in conspiracy. Let me let me first clarify what I consider conspiracy theorism. QAnon is conspiracy theorism. The idea that JFK was assassinated by the CIA. I don't consider that conspiracy theorism. I consider that plausible theoretical hypothesis. I, I really do. Yeah, probably. But happened. they also say, yeah, probably. But they also said it could have been the mafia because the mafia helped get him elected, and then he turned on him. It could have been. It could have been. It could have been people teaming up. I don't know. But what I do know, and you're not going to let me say in this, Trump promised to release them, and he didn't. Yeah, I'm curious as to why. Why didn't now RFK is petitioning Biden to release it? Yeah, Biden just sealed him back up too. Why? Yeah. Why? why? I mean, nobody in the CIA is, they're not still alive, are they? No, like, but it would, it would definitely around. look bad on the agency to say, hey, look, this is more ammunition to say this is why these agencies should be abolished. I mean, it makes yeah, sense to me. CIA's, uh... <sighs> the Clintons got, <laughs> the Clintons went back in time. Yeah. I guess two base didn't want to call in. He called me being scared of a V bed. It's like, you're such a weenie. It's like, if you've ever seen a V bed, I don't think you'd be saying that because he's an idiot. And then how did the second amendment actually defend yourself against a V bed? Do you know what a V bed is? I don't think you do. It's like, yeah, you're clinging to do your you second even amendment. Do you know what a V bed is? Do you even, why are you like sucking off the second amendment? You're scared of a nuke? Uh, yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> Absolutely. What an idiot. Uh, all types, folks. All types. Hey, if you're tuning in today, do me a favor. Hit that thumbs up button and make sure you follow us and turn on your notifications. Let's get back to the um, the topics because we're almost done with the show today. Um, migrants get free turkeys for Thanksgiving ahead of low-income New Yorkers. I'm sure that previous New Yorker that oh called in there, he would have loved this story. I saw that. There was, oh, they my did some God. interviews and they are not happy. Oh, I believe it. This is Eric Adams. This is Eric Adams' fault. This is what he did. The 5% budget cut because they have to now fund the migrants who he even came out in an article today and said that, oh, by the way, people are going to start caring when all these migrants are now sleeping. Why are we calling them illegal immigrants? They're not migrants. They're illegal immigrants. Stop uh, trying to soften it up. I go old school. Illegal, illegal aliens. Illegal aliens. He took our jabs. <laughs> What he even said, when they're all sleeping on the street, then more New Yorkers are going to care. What he meant is there, more New York Democrats are actually going to care because you voted for this nonsense. And I love how Eric Adams tries to position himself as like, hey, I'm just trying to, I'm just, no, bro. You said New York was a sanctuary state. Now they're getting dumped off at your front doorstep. What are you doing? Uh, I'm going to go to Congress and testify. I know, dude. Abbott, DeSantis, keep sending them. Yep. Keep sending them. Don't stop. Keep the pressure up. You wanted it. You got it. But now New York's going to have to deal with V-beds coming through the front border. Yeah. Northern border. Yep. It's crazy. He's kicking the can down the road here. He's he is. Blaming it on Joe uh, Biden. Isn't it funny? Isn't it so funny how Democrats pull that? You sit there and you simp for these policies that when they blow up in your face, what are you going to do? Oh, well, uh, 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 no, it's, it's, it's the DNC. It's, it's Joe Biden. No, bro. You supported it. You said it. You stand accountable. And New York, you voted for it. Now you deal with it. 
It's not our problem. Texans didn't want this. We don't want this. You wanted it. You got them. Don't like it? Vote Republican next time. I don't know. Oh, man. Actually, you know what? I think that pretty much wraps up today's episode of the All-American Savage Show podcast. Appreciate you guys tuning in today. There's a dude staring at me through the window over there. He's looking for somebody. Uh, I think he's probably trying to find who's at the front door. He's delivering something for Shellshock. Hey, before you get out of here, folks, do me a favor. Go check out ShellshockCBD.com. Uh, that's mine and Josh's company. If it's the first time you're tuning in today. Today, we've launched our Black Friday specials. What is ShellshockCBD.com? If you ever question about CBD, Delta 8, Delta 9, we've got the products here. Every single product comes with a money back, 100% money back guarantee. What are you waiting on here, folks? It's a great deal. Using code BF25, Black Friday 25, BF25. Go in there and check out the amazing products we've got. We've got products to help you sleep. We've got products that are THC free. We've got products that do have THC. If you want to get baked, we got you. The Delta 8 Halo gummies and the, oh, the chocolate. Forget about it. Going to get you baked out of your gourd. 100% money back guarantee. We promise you, no questions asked. Right now, using code BF25. Also, 1920brand.com. If you haven't checked that out, it's our, um, excuse me, it is our uh, beverage, uh, what would you call it? The beverage, the, the cocktail mix company. We launched this about uh, like four or five months ago. 1920brand.com. The mojito mix is up there as well. We've got the old fashioned. We've got mojito. we got the bar mats. Um, just check that out. Where is the mojito? I'm not seeing it on the website right now. Is it not up there yet? Tyler said it was. Shop all. There it is. Yep. The Mojito Mix is there. And then we got the Bar Set Bundle, 1920brand.com. It takes a prohibition kind of feel to it. We appreciate your love and support. Again, go check it out. The Mojito Mix is right there. Oh, my God. This stuff is amazing. Look at this picture. Oh, it looks delicious. Looks delicious. Check it out, 1920brand.com and shellshockcbd.com. Also, make sure you follow me on Twitter at johnburke39. We appreciate you. We love you. From the bottom of our hearts, we hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Go spend it with the family that you claim to love and secretly hate, as will we. So until then, you got anything to have, a man? You guys have a great Thanksgiving. And as always, you stay savage, America. Somebody waits for